Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from the Palatial Studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. Well, thank you very much. We are off and running for a, a Wednesday, October 27, 2021. What day is it? I said it's Wednesday, October 27, 2021. You don't know what people are capable of now. Yes, I do. I know what everybody is capable of. What's that smell? It smells like sweat and anger and shame. Well, there's no sweat, anger, and shame on this program. That's for darn sure. I, it, it is a 6.08. Mr. Clock, would you certify the time, please? It's now 6.08 a.m. 6.08 a.m., and we are running at about 109 and three-quarter miles per hour. Bonnie, good morning to you, and I have an earworm in my ear since yesterday. And what would the earworm song be? Well, it's um, I can't say the song because I can't give away what I'm doing for the wedding this Saturday. But I was working on this big gala grand entrance music montage for the Disney wedding I'm doing. So all these Disney songs are earwormed in my flipping head that feels like the castle at the Magic Kingdom right now. <laughs> and they're hard to get rid of too, right? Yes. I don't know what it is about a certain song that will be in your head or as your earworm for, usually it happens for a couple of weeks. I could have an earworm before I get rid of it. I think the one that used to major majorly hit me the most was any song I would listen to by Boston. For some oh. odd reason, a Boston tune, I'll listen to it and... That's my earworm then for days, even really? a couple of weeks. It's so hard to get out of, uh, like, more than a feeling when I hear that. Mm-hmm. I, it's, or, I don't know if it's the guitars or, you know, the way they perform with their instruments. But that when I hear a Boston song, it always stays with me. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I'll have it in my mind for days. Well, ask. And you shall receive. Here's Boston. So there's your earworm for the morning, <laughs> right? And, and it's not a bad earworm to have, mm-hmm. but for some sort of reason. Oh, when uh, David Bowie died, too, as I recall, they kept playing uh, Major Tom. Uh, Earth Control to Major Tom, I would hear that song over and over again when they would talk about David Bowie and his death. Mm -hmm. So that was also another tune that I would have as my earworm for days. Yeah, there you go. And, um, you know, Boston is such a great group. This is another one of their hits that was always popular. I used to love this song. I would, like, crank this bad boy up (laughs) and just... I would jam it. Here's Rock and Roll Band. You know, it shows that you and I still are, are like radio music guys and girls because yeah. we always hit that post. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is true. It's funny we brought up you, that you brought up the earworm this morning, Evan, mm-hmm. because Gary and I were talking about a particular song in the middle of the night. What song was that? And I can't re-say it on the radio. No? <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a really funny song. Write it down. Okay. I Write wonder, it down for me. All right. I wonder if you have heard this one okay. before. Um, all right. 
you're gonna laugh too when you why uh, see it. If I let me make sure I'm spelling it right. That's all right. I'll be able to read your writing. It has a guitar riff that goes ding 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 ding. Let me see. That's the name of the song. That is the name of the song. I wouldn't. I don't know if I would be playing it though. I don't know if it's like arable. Well, play. I could put the seven-second seven delay on. <laughs> it's by a group called King Missile. Yeah, that's what Gary said. I said, "Who does that song anyway?" He said, "It's King." <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'll play, <laughs> so we don't have to hear any words. But Okay, and there. He's on the search for something in this song. Yeah, that detachable, you know what? It's like a mission, and then I think he goes to find it at a flea market or some sort of thing. But he's so happy to get it back. Excuse me, excuse me, (laughs) sir. I'm looking for a detachable blank. Could you please find me a detachable blank? (laughs) But we were talking about that one last night, and I'm like, you're right. That is an earworm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's definitely an earworm. I'm, I'm. Sure a detachable earworm. <laughs> you want to detach it. Yeah. It's funny when you, you first hear it. But... Well, if you detach mine, we're in deep trouble. That's all i got to say. <laughs> but if you haven't listened to it, I guess take a listen to it in full. It is, it is rather funny, a little bit immature, but, yeah, <laughs> but the, funny. The group is called King Missile, if you're wondering what we're talking about, and it's called Detachable Blank. That's all I'm going to say. Use your imagination and just let it float away. <laughs> Detachable blank. Uh, so, See, I bet you never thought I'd play that one, huh? I never did. So we are out of internet at home. That kind of sucks. I, Pardon my French. I, I can say that word on the air, can I, I? You can. All right. I think I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, I told you how to beat around that. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. I think you did. Just have momentum, as your shirt says. <laughs> momentum. Have momentum and you'll have internet. I don't know if it's our modem, but we're not going to be able to have the guy come out until tomorrow. Did you reboot your modem? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. You, you did reboot it. All of that. Okay. Do you have, um, who's your company, if I may ask? AT&T. Okay. All right. Now, do you have TV through AT&T or just internet only? Mm, I believe it's just the internet. Okay. Uh, yeah. And you rebooted, internet. you rebooted your modem completely? Yeah. Now, there's a couple of ways you can reboot. Okay, there is a reset button on the back of the modem, and then there's where you unplug the power cable Mm -hmm. from the back of the modem, let it sit for 60 seconds, then plug it back in. Which one did you do? I think we did the where we unplug it. Okay, and let it sit for a little bit. I don't know if he did the button on the back. I I think he would know to do that right away. Okay, well, the better way is to unplug it, let it sit for 60 seconds, and then plug it back in. Now, it could have been also... That the internet may have been down in your area. There could have been an outage. Yeah. Did you check it this morning? I checked it this morning. Nothing? Still out. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So it, all it w- might be, even if we have to replace the modem, you know, we well, just AT&T give it that, back right? and then yeah. we get another modem Send from them. another damn modem. But, all. you know, it's just one of those little things before you go on like a vacation, like mm-hmm. a nice vacation that I have coming up. One of those little things that yeah. go awry. You, you got to make that, sure. You had that happen last week. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. You're going to go out of town and then all of a sudden. Water heater got put in yesterday. Man, let me tell you, it was good to have scalding hot water in my house again yesterday. I bet wow, it was. we could do laundry, we could run the dishwasher, <laughs> we could take showers again. I'm like, oh, 
you don't realize those things that you miss until they're gone. Yeah. Like the internet. I call it one one of the first world complaints. We mm-hmm. are like living in the first world where we have everything under our fingertips. Yeah. And I'm complaining about Oh, my internet is. See, out. I couldn't live without the internet. I'll be very honest with yeah. you because of what I do. Because I have my internet radio station, and if the internet you goes down, constant. we can't broadcast. So I, you know, that's how I make my living. Um, one of the things that I do. But yeah, I could see where having the internet is uh, is, and is not. There. I can see losing that hot water heater for a week. Don't too. even go there. <laughs> and one of our another one of our first it's almost a week. Our first world issues, and then uh, yeah. you said you had Rachel have to heat up water on the stove, right? Yeah, she did. She heated up water on the stove to yeah. get a little creative for certain things, and you know, got creative. The uh, people came yesterday. They installed the water heater, so that's good. And then Rachel's office is all put together, so now we're slowly getting our house back to normal. Rachel is moving all her stuff as i'll say i won't say um the other word but she's moving her stuff back into her office slowly but surely she's weeding out we're donating a crap ton of stuff to the boys and girls Are club you? yeah to All will right. armstead and mitch chlorophane uh we've got a ton of school supplies from when gavin Sweet. was in school mm-hmm. that we overbought that w- instead of instead of giving it to goodwill we're going to donate it to the Boys and Girls Clubs because I, I had a conversation with Mitch yesterday, and he said that these kids, a lot of the kids are underprivileged kids, and they come from homes that they can't afford a binder of loose-leaf paper or a binder to put their notes in or mm-hmm. pens, mechanical pencils, markers. Just also, There must be hundreds of dollars worth of stuff we're donating. I bet there's hundreds of dollars worth of pens that Rachel has oh, yeah. to give. You know, that just gave me an idea. I could take that whole box and donate it to the Boys and Girls Clubs. You really could. They'll never run out of pens again. And it's nice to know that stuff is going to where there's a real need for it, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Like people are going to actually yeah. be using it and needing it. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up about the pens. <laughs> I'm, I'm really glad you did. Remind me at the end of the show today to take that box home with me, mm-hmm. and I'm going to put it in the truck, and it's going to go to the Boys and Girls Clubs. Well, They're going to get go. about 300 pens in that box. Yeah. Uh, there's We have plenty of – we're supplied with plenty mm-hmm. of pens around here. So you so. and I had a conversation pre-show, um, and I'm not going to um, divulge everything we talked about, but I'm just going to say to you, welcome to the world of a teenager driving. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. Welcome to the world of having a teenager driving. Now you feel my pain, what I went through four times over. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. Okay. Okay. I don't want to get in. I don't want to get into it because I I, I know how you are with certain things. People see their bills keep going up and up and up, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole, it's a whole nother ball game. It is. It really is. But, you know, we were, um, you know, we brought up the first world issues too. We were watching a documentary. Could you imagine how it would be to live like Back when there was an internet or, mm-hmm. you know, back in maybe, say, the 1800s, mm-hmm. we watched a show where there was a family who was considered wealthy because mm-hmm. they had a house out yeah. in the middle of nowhere, but mm-hmm. they had to, they didn't have modern stoves and heat. They mm-hmm. had to keep a fire mm-hmm. going uh, all night long, mm-hmm. so they would 
only the they would let the cinders down go yeah. down with a little water, but just a little flame that mm-hmm. they had to keep it running overnight. Mm-hmm. Somebody had to get up during the night to make sure it was still going. Mm-hmm. And in the morning, they would get up and have that fire going all day. I remember in the uh, back in the eighties, we did not. I don't think we had internet. Can you Google real quick for me in your little machine over there? Um, a, a question: When did the internet start? Or what was the first day that the internet was born, or something of that I'm nature? I'm gonna guess that. What it do you come up with? Was I'm gonna guess that it was 95. Yeah. I'll um, guess. I'm gonna say 92. Okay. When did the internet begin here? Yeah. And uh, it says January 1st, 1983. Wow. Huh. The Internet con- was born? Uh, is considered the official birthday of the Internet. Prior to this, the various computer networks did not have a standard way to communicate with each other. Wow. So the Internet was born in 1983. Yeah. I, I, that just doesn't seem right. That seems too early. It does seem way too early, right? But maybe because it was. I was 23 years old so, on my first marriage. Yeah, it looks like I bet Evan the public just wasn't using it yet. Mm-hmm. But there was a system, uh, early, early system maybe where businesses mm-hmm. could connect. I remember even uh, I had a home phone. And oh. cell phones weren't even, like, thought of back in the day. I know, right? And everybody had a home phone, and there wasn't even call waiting. You would get a busy signal. Uh-huh. And that drove me nuts when I called somebody and get a busy signal. I think my earliest memory of it might have been when I moved here in 2002, and I lived out on Hutchinson Island mm-hmm. with um, with Michael Lane, mm-hmm. a g- lady at the radio station. She was a morning announcer, too. Mm-hmm. And she introduced me to AOL, mm-hmm. and I think that was my earliest oh my gosh. memory of, and you've got mail, that that era of it. I remember that. Internet. Yeah. I, I remember, I remember that when you, um, you would, you, I had AOL also. Yeah. And it was, um, it was crazy that when you would, um. And the, Log on. And I think the voice, that guy that said, you've got mail. Hold on. I have to make a phone call. I think he's a I taxi my, driver I have, my old com- I have my old computer here. I'm booting it up. <laughs> I'm, I'm dialing up. Yeah, I remember that. Right. Remember that sound? Mm-hmm. Hold I, on. I kind of miss it. I'm almost done. Give me a minute here. There was some kind of excitement when that thing was coming up. Right. Hold on, it's a little slow this morning. Sorry about that. You've got mail. Oh, I've got mail. There you go, Bonnie. Yeah, and and, and the voice behind that, I th- I think he drives taxi or something for a living yeah. now. I think I think I read that somewhere mm-hmm. before. That's uh pretty interesting stuff there. <laughs> I'm surprised that this uh, this old horse of a computer still works here. I know. <laughs> it's good that it is. It could be a backup. It is. Maybe a slow getting up there kind of backup, <laughs> Just but a at tad least bit slow. it's there. Goes at a turtle's pace. <laughs> 622 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news. There's the first look at the headlines this morning. Bonnie's at the news desk. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. Two Florida counties are making changes in their school mask policies. The Brevard County School Board is extending a mask mandate for another 30 days, but is now allowing a parental opt-out. In Broward County, a mask mandate is being dropped for high schools, but continued for elementary and middle schools. 
If given final approval, children ages 5 to 11 could be given two lower doses of the Pfizer vaccine spaced out three weeks apart. WPTV's Todd Wilson has more. The day an FDA advisory panel voted to recommend child-sized Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine for children ages 5 through 11. Immersed in the process is Dr. Carrie Firestone. My heart like skipped a beat when I, I watched the vote, so I, I got very excited watching the vote. While today's green light is a significant step, it's a process that still needs the full FDA and CDC to weigh in on in the coming days. If both give the green light, it is possible for parents to start having their children receiving shots early in November. Dr. Firestone knows something about this process and the clinical trials involved. She enrolled her six-year-old daughter in a Moderna trial. I wanted my kids vaccinated because I want to prevent illness. I'm not worried about them dying. I want them to stay healthy. FDA panel members acknowledge their latest decision was a difficult one, but say the benefits outweigh the risks. Parents seem to be mixed on whether or not they will get their young children vaccinated right away. I wouldn't give a vaccine to a child, especially a new vaccine. I just, it, they don't need it. I wouldn't give my kids any of the vaccines, Pfizer or any of them, Johnson Johnson, none of them. Just, I don't think it's good for the kids. Todd Wilson, WPTV, News Channel 5. Witness testimony is underway in the Orlando trial of suspected cop killer Markeith Lloyd. He's accused of murdering police lieutenant Deborah Clayton in 2017 as she tried to arrest him outside a Walmart. After they both ran to the left, did you hear anything? Yes, sir. What did you hear? I heard one gunshot and then after that... After five seconds later, I heard seven shots. Prosecutors say Lloyd was on the run for killing his pregnant ex-girlfriend. He is serving a life sentence for that murder. Lloyd could face the death penalty if convicted of killing Lieutenant Clayton. A young Florida mother says she's traumatized after U.S. Marshals stormed the wrong apartment while searching for a murder suspect. WPTV's news partner Wendy Lane from WFTS has the story. U.S. Marshal. The new mother was home alone with her three-month-old baby, and she says she was afraid for their lives. This video shows the terrified 22-year-old coming out, barely dressed, holding her baby and crying. They pushed me out of the way, and they're holding me and my baby at gunpoint. Kata took this video on her phone in the hallway. She says after a couple of minutes, they realized it was the wrong apartment and left. Kata returned inside in tears. After leaving Kata's apartment, U.S. Marshals rushed over to this breezeway. It's in the same building. And an apartment over there, that's where they found the suspect. U.S. Marshals were assisting Bradenton PD in searching for and arresting Shamar Johnson, who was the suspect of a September 11th murder. Kata says she had no idea what was happening. They did come back like an hour later, one of them, and was like, we just wanted to explain to you that we saw a black male running upstairs and we thought he came to your apartment, but he didn't go to your apartment, and it turns out that it wasn't the black man that we were looking for. The U.S. Marshals supervisor tells me it all happened very quickly and marshals were able to help catch a murder suspect who has been on the loose for weeks. Kada says she's thankful for her ring doorbell and knowing how to react. Otherwise, she says things may have gone much differently. And now she wants more done by law enforcement to prevent mistakes like this from happening. 
I think it happens probably more than people even know, and it can happen to absolutely anybody. In Bradenton, Wendy Lane, ABC Action News. And lastly, Florida Surgeon General Joseph Lodapo is defending his decision not to wear a mask when attempting to meet with a state senator who told him she had a serious medical condition. Lodapo saying yesterday he cannot communicate clearly, quote, when half of my face is covered. The Atlanta Braves win Game 1 of the World Series last night over the Astros 6-2. to uh, Charlie Morton's season, though, ended in the third inning of the 2021 World Series. X-rays revealed that Morton, the Atlanta Braves' veteran starting pitcher, suffered a fractured right fibula early in the game on a Tuesday night, seemingly after getting hit by a 102.4 mile-per-hour comebacker off the bat of Houston Astros' first baseman, Yuli Guriel, to begin the bottom of the second. News time at 6.28, and we'll have weather and traffic together next. Casey and I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show. 628 right now in the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie, how's it looking outside? Well, it looks like there is some a little bit of tie-up, maybe some activity at the Gatlin Boulevard exit in Port St. Lucie. Uh, this is happening on I-95 southbound at mile marker 118 where there's a disabled vehicle with some roadblock. The second from the right lane is blocked on the exit ramp. This is I-95 southbound, mile marker 118, Gatlin Boulevard, Fort St. Lucie. There's your latest look at traffic. It's 69 degrees here in Stewart this morning, and in Dawson City, the Yukon, Canada, cool 25. Here's our weather at WPTV. Lots of sunshine out there today. Warm, but less humid. Highs in the middle 80s. Low temperatures tonight under fair skies. Low 70s. Tomorrow, expect it to cloud up. And showers and thunderstorms. Some could be strong, even severe as a cold front approaches. Highs in the mid to upper 80s. Then cooling down by the weekend with highs only near 80 and lows in the low 60s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist James Wheeland on WSTU AM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station.
The professionals at Mark Breckville Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use. A Still feels a little certain. VenuesNow.com reports the... ...individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220-3380. What is your quality of life? The Owen Insurance Group plans on improving it on our Quality of Life radio show Tuesday mornings at 10 on both WPSL and WSTU. Hi, I'm Gary Owen of the Owen Insurance Group, along with Tom Bouvier. We'll help you on the road of life and make it a better one. Don't forget the Quality of Life radio show, Tuesdays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU on TuneIn and Alexa. No hype, just facts. I'm Casey, and I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. Time now is 6.32 on the Get Up and Go Show, and it's time for viral videos. So I have two this morning that I want to talk about. The first one is somebody edited together a bunch of scare pranks for Halloween Uh using the James Brown I Feel Good beginning. So he'd walk into a room, this person would walk into a room and play on a speaker very loud, I Feel Good. Yeah. And scare the bejesus out of people. <laughs> would that scare you if um, the beginning of that song would... Well, if I was in the middle of doing something and all of a sudden I hear, I feel good... Oh, uh, yeah, or maybe anything blaring, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> would, here. Would kind of startle you. <laughs> hey, you hear them laughing in the background. This guy falls down. <laughs> this lady throws something in the air and throws something yeah. back at the videographer. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> guys fixing a dishwasher. Yes. <laughs> and he ends up in the dishwasher. Yeah. He gets so afraid. That guy's in the fridge. <laughs> oh. This guy's changing a light bulb. <laughs> Scared the heck out of him. Oh, that's great. <laughs> this guy's outside fixing the doorbell. <laughs> But anyway, this it just goes on and on. This lady walks into a cell phone store. Oh my gosh! And they did that to her there. So yeah. you know, with that James Brown scream at the beginning, yeah, that's a good song to use to terrify someone or to yeah. startle someone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it would work on me if <laughs> if oh. I was like intensely into something and I I would all of a sudden hear that playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
<laughs> man, oh man, oh man, is all I can say. Evan, I'm looking at a heartfelt video. Talk um, to me. There's, uh, well, obviously Christmas still a ways off, but there's an old video making uh, the rounds now on Twitter. And it's a little girl. She went to a shopping mall, uh, Santa, and the only thing she wanted was for her dad to come home. Mm-hmm. He was deployed overseas, and she hadn't seen him in a while. And then when she was talking to Santa, her dad snuck up behind her, so she turned around and realized that her wish came true. She gave her dad, dad a big hug, and it was so heartfelt that even Santa started crying. Aww. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I guess I'll look for the video making the rounds on Twitter. It did happen earlier, but they're kind of sharing it once again. Very cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. Um, I have one more video. It's a news reporter, and she is doing a story uh, from a couple of Halloweens ago. Her name's Ashley Cafaro for WENY out of New York, Elmira, New York. She's visiting a haunted theme park. Ooh. And oh, what, you know, that would be like a fun story to go, go on to, right? Well, here, listen. And we decided to take our cameras inside of the haunted theme park. Get ready to get your scream on. The scary costumes, I got the chills. And also, she's Steph really good. in their newest attraction, the Orphan House. So, come on, follow me. A noose. <laughs> a noose? A noose, lady. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, gosh! Wait, what? Are you getting all the clowns? That was good. Clownsy peanut butter? Oh my god, you made me drop my phone! Oh! Alright, so I'm gonna fast forward here to this next one, which is really good here. What is that? Alright, no, I don't wanna do this, guys! Oh god! Alright, and now here's her screaming. Listen. Table. There you go. I would be screaming, too. It looks right? like she went into some sort of cave with some drapey white things hanging down. Uh-huh. And then a super tall guy in some sort of a scary wolf, werewolf face kind of costume, like peering down at her. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a scary one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't, uh, I don't do haunted houses very well. It, it kind of makes me want to go back to a haunted house. Really? I remember taking the neighbor kids there one time uh, okay. when I lived at my other house. We went to a haunted house out there in Port St. Lucie, and this one little girl that I took in with me said she had a serious fear of clowns. And lo and behold, what do we run into in this haunted house is a clown. Oh, my. And the little girl uh, was so nervous that she kept <laughs> pushing me into the clown. <laughs> oh my! That, that nervousness was going on, so she was pushing me into it, and then I was getting more nervous because I'm a little bit afraid of clowns too. Wow! Uh, I wasn't terrified as terrified as this little girl was, however. Bonnie, did you know that the most popular hobby of last year? Would you care to take a guess of what it was? I think it was during COVID nineteen, and it right. might have been making jigsaw puzzles. Putting well, and piecing them together. You're on the right direction. Okay. You're oh, kind of on the right oil direction. Oil painting? Was it oil painting on canvas? No. Doing something creative? No. Like... The most popular hobby of 2020 was cooking. Oh, yeah. More yeah. people cooked food last year You're right. than anything. Yeah, that should have been my very first guest. 
Yes. Yeah, because uh, yeah. you love food, and I figured you would you would have known that. <laughs> known that it was I love right food away. too. So I, I mean, mean, of course, I love cooking. I did it during COVID nineteen. Uh, mm-hmm. I really haven't stopped cooking. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, I I did quit cooking in the last few weeks because we're going on vacation, and the home has to be neat and clean. I know. Two more days, and you're out of here for a whole week. I know. It feels like um, the time is going by like forever yeah. to, for it to get here. That's you know? crazy. Then when the vacation comes, of course, it's going to fly. Um, did you know that the average family is more likely to order a pizza on a Friday night more so than any other night during the week? Oh, yeah. Well, now, when your family yeah. orders pizza or goes out for pizza... What day do you go? It's usually Tuesday. It happens really? on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. You do Tuesday. Uh, okay. Yeah, and it's not even because uh, usually they have the Monday and Tuesday specials right. where you can get that nice large one topping for nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. It, it's not even because of the deal. I guess it's just because we're both home together on a Tuesday. Okay. And, and that's when we tend to order the most. Okay. Did you know that 17% of working women say they are asked out by a coworker on a weekly basis wow a weekly a weekly basis, basis. Oh. now have you ever had a job anywhere in your life to present that a co-worker has asked you out at all oh, no. any job that you can think of oh yeah yeah there's there's one okay, maybe so, etched in my memory okay so yeah. you would fall in that 17 percent that that happened to oh but then now you're i thought you said they're asking them out on a weekly oh, basis. on a weekly yeah ba- on never, a weekly basis so it was had, just a one-shot deal yeah i never had okay. somebody right. do that to me on a weekly basis okay. did you know that every day around the world humans consume about two billion insects what? <laughs> two billion insects. And two billion insects in their lifetime mm-hmm. they're talking about consuming? Yep, they, and they consume them. That means it's probably hidden, hidden in the food, right? Well, it could be hidden in the food. It could be um, uh, yeah, like I a mean, gnat. You ever, uh, you, ever, you ever have a gnat go in your mouth and, and you yeah. accidentally swallow Boy, it? Boy, it's been a long time. Up, it's up happened. in Wisconsin when it was really buggy, when mm-hmm. bug season would be out, I, I think I might have swallowed a bug a time or two. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, here's something that's real interesting. Yeah. Half of men check for bald spots and thinning hair on a daily basis. Wow. Um, you know what? It, you know what that. See, rem- I I don't have that issue. <laughs> you know what that reminded me of? It was so funny. We were watching The Price Is Right yesterday, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the prizes um, to get to get up there out of the um, out of the you know to get on stage to win the bigger prize. Mm-hmm. One of the prizes was uh, hair products, the she hair products, mm-hmm. and it was like, yeah, blow dryers. Hair mm-hmm. straighteners, mm-hmm. Uh, conditioners, the shampoos. Wow. Priced at over $1,000 for these she products. This wow. guy wins, and he gets up there on stage. He wins all this hair product. No kidding. And he's bald. <laughs> he's balding. <laughs> Bonnie Ashley, come on down. And You're the next <laughs> contestant in The Price is Right. And Drew Carey even said... Nice, you can win all these nice hair products, and it's going to be great for your hair. <laughs> and the guy put his his hands on his balding head. That had to be hilarious. <laughs> it was. Oh my gosh, I'm going to have to find that episode. I would love. To, I can relate to that, of course, because okay. I'm bald. Well, wait, no, you don't seem bald to me. I am. <clears throat> you don't because you see me with my hat off. I know, but it doesn't. 
I just have like a strip on the side. But That's you can, um, some guys can get by with it, and yeah. you can too. Just like Bruce I can, Willis. I can rock it. I can rock it. Yeah. You know, some people have said to me, "Why don't you just shave your whole head?" I'm like, I don't know if I could do that or not. That would just be weird. You would just feel a little too. Yeah, I'd feel um, naked. Naked up there. I would feel naked. Right. Um, did you know the average people stop having birthday parties at 31 years old? Mm-hmm. 31 oh, years old. That's the cutoff, huh? Yep. Yep. That's the cutoff. You've been cut off. Uh, you get a, you're, you get older, you have to blow out way too many candles. That's it. It, it, it. You need an oxygen tank by the time you're done. Wow. Uh, did you know the majority of adults who drink coffee started doing it at the age of 14? Really? 14 years old. How old were you when you started drinking Probably coffee? about 22. Rachel's been drinking since a teenager. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I didn't. Uh, my palate didn't mature until at least 22 or wow. 23. Did you know nearly 60% of Americans would like prescription drug commercials banned from television? Really? Yeah. They they do have a lot of them on there. How do you feel about that, Evan? Could, uh, would you could well, you do without them? Here's my thought. I was listening to one of the uh, SiriusXM channels. Yes. Uh, the other day, driving home, and in one hour, I heard seven commercials for erectile dysfunction. Oh wow. For ED. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, is somebody trying to tell me something <laughs> that I don't know about? Or is is the radio host that's on the air being thrown a hint? But seven commercials about erectile dysfunction in one hour. The same commercial. A, yeah, the same commercial about the little blue pill. Well, they wanted to drive it home. <laughs> Seven in an hour. They must have delivered. I guess they're trying to get the point across. <laughs> Sometimes the things that you just spit out are hilarious. I well, got a stomach cramp. And, and you know they did. They delivered and they marked their territory with that because they. It was driven and drilled into you several not, times. Not me. <laughs> All right. My stomach hurts from laughing so hard. You can't do that to me this early in the morning, Bonnie. It's 6.45 on the Get Up and Go Show. It's time for news. It's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin for the best deals in town on precious metals. It's always St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Here's Bonnie with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. A young Florida mother says she was traumatized after U.S. Marshals stormed the wrong apartment while searching for a murder suspect. WPTV's news partner, Wendy Lane from WFTS, has the story. U.S. Marshals, come to The new mother was home alone with her three-month-old baby, and she says she was afraid for their lives. This video shows the terrified 22-year-old coming out, barely dressed, holding her baby and crying. They pushed me out of the way, and they're holding me and my baby at gunpoint. Kata took this video on her phone in the hallway. She says after a couple of minutes, they realized it was the wrong apartment and left. Kata returned inside in tears. After leaving Kata's apartment, U.S. Marshals rushed over to this breezeway. It's in the same building. And an apartment over there, that's where they found the suspect. 
U.S. Marshals were assisting Bradenton PD in searching for and arresting Shamar Johnson, who was the suspect of a September 11th murder. Kada says she had no idea what was happening. They did come back like an hour later, one of them, and was like, we just wanted to explain to you that we saw a black male running upstairs and we thought he came to your apartment, but he didn't go to your apartment. And it turns out that it wasn't the black man that we were looking for. The U.S. Marshal's supervisor tells me it all happened very quickly, and marshals were able to help catch a murder suspect who has been on the loose for weeks. Kada says she's thankful for her ring doorbell and knowing how to react. Otherwise, she says things may have gone much differently. And now she wants more done by law enforcement to prevent mistakes like this from happening. I think it happens probably more than people even know, and it can happen to absolutely anybody. In Bradenton, Wendy Lane, ABC Action News. The Army Corps of Engineers Tuesday unveiled its latest data on how it will manage Lake Okeechobee for roughly the next decade, and the once hopeful framework proposed in July to reduce lake discharges to the St. Lucie River has been scaled back. In the initial plan, dubbed Alternative CC, 62% less fresh water would have entered the Brakish estuary each year, enough to fill nearly 72,000 Olympic swimming pools. Over the past three months, the Corps has continued to revise the proposed Lake Okeechobee System Operating Manual, uh, whittling over 200,000 model runs to just eight. All of them would increase the amount of Lake O water flowing into the Port Mayaka Lock and Dam each year, according to core data presented Tuesday. The best-case scenario is an increase of 14 billion gallons, while the worst is 30 billion gallons, more than double compared to the initial plan core data show. It's incredibly disappointing that all eight of these plans dramatically increase regulatory Lake O discharges to the St. Lucie estuary, said Eve Samples, executive director of the Stewart-based Friends of the Everglades. This is happening at the 11th hour after East Coast stakeholders were led to believe we would see significant reductions in lake discharges under Lozum. Treasure Coast clean water advocates had hoped for zero discharges, but had said alternative CC was a good start. A Treasure Coast pizza shop is helping families through their struggles one slice at a time. WPTV's Derek Lowe has this story. At Big Apple Pizza in Fort Pierce, it's not just a piece of the pie being given to families in need. 100% of what we raise that night goes to the family that we're helping, and that's 100%. You come in and spend $10, all $10 will go to that family, not 100% of profit. Scott Van Duzer says he's been donating dough for more than a decade. We started in 2008, and uh, we just utilized our pizza shop to help one family a month, you know, breast cancer, you know, house burned down. We've helped. 138 families to date and uh, this month will be the 139. Early detection is definitely key. This time last year I felt an early bump on my breast. With a diagnosis of triple negative breast cancer this past April, Jamel Bello says she's now facing a battle she never saw coming in her 30s. It's not an easy diagnosis to deal with at first and as the stages progress um, throughout your journey, it really gets hard. For me, the hardest part was losing my hair. I'm trying to do something good, you don't want something bad to come out of it. I feel really bad with COVID and we're so anxious to get back to what we do. Scott says the pandemic has put fundraising on hold. That is until Wednesday. 
That's when this Treasure Coast community will come together through Big Apple Pizza to once again do what it does best. It's, it's almost become like a grassroots effort with so many families that we helped. All we ask is that you come back and help the next family in need. In Port St. Lucie, I'm Derek Lowe, WPTV News Channel 5. The four astronauts of SpaceX's Crew-3 mission are now at Kennedy Space Center ahead of a planned Halloween weekend launch to the International Space Station. The crew includes Kayla Barron, who is going into space for the first time. It still feels a little surreal, like we don't really believe that actually going to space here, hopefully on the early hours of Sunday morning. Liftoff is set for Sunday at 2.21 a.m. Eastern Time. Florida Surgeon General Joseph Ladapo is defending his decision not to wear a mask when attempting to meet with a state senator who told him she had a serious medical condition. Ladapo saying yesterday he cannot communicate clearly, quote, when half of my face is covered. And lastly, the judge who oversaw the murder trial of former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin said Monday that he will make the names of 15 jurors and alternates who sat in the courtroom public next week. Judge Peter Cahill's order said he will make the list of jurors public November 1st. The written questionnaires of all 109 potential jurors who were formally evaluated will also be made public. Chauvin was convicted of second-degree murder, third-degree murder, and manslaughter in the 2020 death of George Floyd. The Packers put Alan Lazard on the reserve COVID-19 list on Tuesday, meaning the team could be without its top three wide receivers heading into Thursday's game against the unbeaten Arizona Cardinals. Now, the Packers did a, have a little bit of good news, however, in that receiver Malik Taylor, who has been on the COVID list since August 15, was activated Tuesday. And Valdez Scantling, according to coach Matt LaFlower, is getting better and better and running every day. News time at 6.52. We'll have weather and traffic together next.
654 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie, how's it looking outside? Well, Evan, uh, we're not finding any accidents to report this morning. Major highways, they're all up to speed right now. And, yeah, if you're heading out, you're you're looking at a good uh, ride on this Wednesday morning. That's your latest look at traffic. And we have a clear sky, too, a nice 67 in Port St. Lucie. It's 43 in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Here's our weather from WPTV. Lots of sunshine out there today. Warm but less humid. Highs in the middle 80s. Low temperatures tonight under fair skies. Low 70s. Tomorrow expected to cloud up. And showers and thunderstorms. Some could be strong to even severe as a cold front approaches. Highs in the mid to upper 80s. Then cooling down by the weekend with highs only near 80 and lows in the low 60s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist James Wheeland on WSTU AM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station. Beginning at 9 here on WSTU AM 1450. Bring your questions and join their lively conversation with Father Christian from St. Mary's Episcopal Church and Rabbi Matt Durbin from the Temple Beit Hayim. It's a priest and a rabbi. Friday mornings at 9 here on WSTU. Hey parents, keep your children active this season by training with the pros. The Miami Dolphins are hosting the Junior Dolphins Football and Dance Clinics presented by FAIR throughout Miami-Dade, with winter clinics starting November 26th and December 20th. Football clinics are taught by Junior Dolphins coaches, and dance classes are led by the Miami Dolphins cheerleaders. These half-day sessions are available for boys and girls ages 4 to 14. Space is limited. Visit JuniorDolphins.com camps to secure your spot today. For more than 30 years, European Kitchen and Bath has been providing the highest quality kitchen and bath products to their customers on the Treasure Coast. Designer fixtures and quality products at affordable prices. So whatever you need, a new sink and faucet to upgrade your current kitchen or bath, or if you're planning a full 100% makeover, European Kitchen and Bath will help you from start to finish. European Kitchen and Bath, serving the entire Treasure Coast. Visit their website, europeansync.com. How to care for a popular houseplant. That's coming up on This Land of Ours. I love living in a rural community where neighbors help neighbors, even if we don't always agree on sports teams, politics, or the COVID-19 vaccines. We all have our opinions. Getting vaccinated is your choice, and no one can make your mind up for you. Talk to your health care provider about your questions to help make a decision that's right for you. GetVaccineAnswers.org has the latest information to help you decide. A message brought to you by the Ag Council. I'm Agriculture Commissioner Nikki Freed. Everyone knows Florida grows the world's best produce. From citrus to strawberries, watermelon to blueberries, our produce growers feed our families and the world. With over $125 million in annual revenue for growers, the Fresh from Florida program helps Florida farmers stay competitive in a tough marketplace. Learn more at followfreshfromflorida.com. 
plant is perfect for beginners and makes a striking addition to your home. There are several varieties to choose from, and all will thrive in bright spaces and environments with direct sunlight. Snake plants don't require a lot of watering, so you'll only need to give this plant more moisture when the soil has dried out. When it comes to soil, the best option is a loose and spacious pot with lots of drain holes. For optimal growth, snake plants need warm conditions, and you should ensure that the plant is well protected from any drafts. You must avoid frost during winter as it will destroy this plant. They do prefer a moderate amount of humidity. Snake plants are also easy to propagate through cuttings. As with all plants, there's a little maintenance required to make snake plants happy. Wipe leaves frequently to prevent dust from building up. Be careful not to damage the leaf tips or the damaged leaf will stop growing. And remember that dry air doesn't harm them so you don't need to mist your plant. I'm Kathy Isom, Southeast Agnet. So, have you heard this one? A priest and a rabbi. Come into this radio station. <laughs> really, it's a priest and a rabbi. Right here, Friday mornings beginning at 9. Here on WSTU AM 1450. Bring your questions and join their lively conversation with Father Christian from St. Mary's Episcopal Church and Rabbi Matt Durbin from the Temple Beit Hayim. It's a priest and a rabbi. Friday mornings at 9 here on WSTU. You're listening to WSTU Stewart. Will anyone face criminal charges? I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That is a big question we may or may not get an answer to today. In the probe into last week's deadly shooting during a movie shoot in New Mexico, Fox's Tanya J. Powers has more live. And we're not hearing the report from Tanya. She did file this earlier. A news conference is set for later today by the Santa Fe County Sheriff and the District Attorney. The first public comments by investigators about the killing of cinematographer Helena Hutchins on the set of the movie Rust. They're expected to discuss their initial findings. Court records say actor Alec Baldwin was handed a gun declared to be cold, but it was loaded with live rounds and hit Hutchins and the film's director when he fired it. Baldwin has described the incident as a tragic accident. The DA says it's too early for decisions about whether to file any criminal charges. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. Democrats still can't agree on their social spending plan and what tax hikes will pay the nearly $2 trillion price tag all Republicans oppose. President Biden wanted a big legislative win in his pocket before he heads overseas tomorrow. But members of his own party keep moving the goalposts for what they will and won't accept. House progressives now say just an agreed-on framework of the large social spending bill isn't good enough to move forward on the bipartisan infrastructure bill. Fox's Lauren Blanchard, the president, was out campaigning last night in the Virginia governor race that's tied in the polls. I ran against Donald Trump. Republican Glenn Youngkin says the visit by a president with falling approval ratings helps him. What we're seeing is big enthusiasm on our side. That FDA panel has green-lighted a smaller dose of Pfizer's COVID vaccine for kids aged 5 to 11, but the full FDA and CDC still have to sign off on. America's listening to Fox News. Big news from Simply Safe Home Security. Okay, okay. Actually, I think the horns are too much. Yeah, that's better. Big news. The new wireless outdoor security camera is here. Yes, Simply Safe's award-winning home security just got even better, taking whole home protection to a whole new level. Okay, I'm I'm missing the horns. 
Simply Safe is celebrating this new camera with 30% off a new system this week. Visit simplysafe.com. Finding the right Medicare plan may feel impossible, but now it's anything but. With Walgreens Find RX coverage tool, you can compare plans online, over the phone, or in person, making Medicare easier than ever. Easier than picking which true crime doc to watch, figuring out that Wi-Fi password, or putting the duvet cover back on. So if you can do those things, with Find RX coverage, you can definitely Medicare. Find the plan that's right for you by visiting Walgreens.com/Medicare. Weeks after Facebook came under fire at the Senate, other social media put on the defensive about child safety online. TikTok Vice President Michael Beckerman testified at a hearing. We've built parental controls called family pairing that empower a parent to link their TikTok account in a simple way from their own device as a parent to their teenager's account. The Senate Subcommittee on Consumer Protection questioned the policy heads of YouTube, Snap, and TikTok, accusing them all of failing to do enough to protect children. Utah Republican Senator Mike Lee told staff's VP of Global Policy that he had his staff create an account as a 15-year-old, and without selecting content preferences, they were shown... Tips on, quote, why you shouldn't go to bars alone, notices for video games that are rated for ages 17 and up, and articles about... Porn stars. Some Republican senators, though, pressed TikTok about its Chinese-based parent company, ByteDance, accusing the company's privacy policy of allowing them to share users' data with the Chinese. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. A pontoon beach police officer in Illinois shot and killed. Tyler Timmons was approaching a suspected stolen truck at a gas station. The accused shooter was taken into custody. The gunman opened fire at a Boise, Idaho shopping mall Monday, killing two people, has died from injuries when police stopped him. We've been working with our partners at the local, state, and federal level to conduct interviews of people who knew him to try and understand anything that we can about why this event happened. Boise Police Chief Ryan Lee, an officer, was among four injured in the shooting on Wall Street. Stock futures not moving much after slight gains that had the down of the S&P 500 add to record highs. At the World Series... Ground ball right side. Albies has it. Game over. And the Braves take game the final out on Fox. Atlanta jumped out to an early lead and held on to beat the Astros in Houston. Game two is tonight. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. A grateful community says congratulations to Nancy Smith for a lifetime of dedication to journalism. From serving as a managing editor of the Stewart News to the president of the Florida Society of Newspaper Editors, you're invited to join Senator Gail Harrell, former Senate President Ken Pruitt, and former Stewart Mayor Joan Jefferson for a fundraising event for the Nancy and Michael Smith Endowed Scholarship. Thursday, October 28th, 5 to 7, Indian River State College, Chastain Campus in Stewart. The scholarship will continue Nancy Smith's contribution to those striving to achieve the American dream. So please join us October 28th at Indian River State College, Martin County, Chastain Campus from 5 to 7. Visit the station website, WPSL.com, WSTU1450.com, and click Nancy Smith for more information. Forbearances, working remotely, internet shopping, retail space, and rental income have been hit hard by COVID. If you're looking to restructure your debt, obtain financing or equity, Commercial Mortgage can help you out. 
Tim Allen at Commercial Mortgage has been providing debt restructuring services since 2003. Tim never charges a front fee and all consultations are free. Tim only gets paid if he provides you a debt workout. Looking for a debt solution or financing? Give Tim a call at 772-872-6099 or visit commercialmortgagellc.com to schedule your free consultation. With any business, the most valuable asset are the people and the teams, no matter how small or large the organization. Hi, I'm Catherine Colhane, Associate Director for the Florida SBDC at Indian River State College. Let us help your organization turbocharge your team. As a certified driving forces analyst, I will help management work more effectively with your people, increase and improve communication, reduce conflict and stress, better understand strengths and weaknesses so that your people are properly aligned in their jobs. Hire the right people. Let the Florida SBDC at IRSC transform your company using a customized assessment system, knowledge, and resources. Grow and accelerate your organization by turbocharging your team. To get started, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC. For confidential one-on-one business consulting at no cost, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC at 336-6285. Online at irscbiz.com. Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. Thank you very much, Madam Announcer. It is Wednesday, which means... It's hump day. I love a man who's got good taste in chocolate. I'm glad you do because I like a woman who has good taste in chocolate. What are you talking about? Like I said, I love a woman that has good taste in chocolate. Hey, which games are we playing here? Well, we're not playing any games. We're talking about chocolate right now, but it is actually... Uh, the time is to talk about chocolate. It's 7.08. Mr. Clock, would you certify that? It's now 7.08 a.m. Bonnie, what's your favorite kind of chocolate? It is uh, Toblerone. Toblerone? Yeah, it's a Swedish chocolate. I find it at Walgreens. Okay. Uh, called Toblerone. Toblerone. And it's got little uh, pieces of, uh, I think, uh, those toffee Heath kind of candies in it. And I like the milk chocolate. But it's some of the best I've ever eaten. Very, very enjoyable. Mm. The lint chocolates, too, are very good also. Okay, then. Very good. Do you, have a, do you have a fave? I like cookies and cream. Oh, okay. Um, I like chocolate ice cream. Oh. Ah. <laughs> what you looking for? Um, it looks like you're you're searching the web for something or no, trying to find I'm something thinking, in the uh, web of yours upstairs. No, I'm thinking, you know, cookies and cream is, I, I don't that's my go-to. Yeah. That's my go-to. That's kind of like um, more of a white chocolate, isn't it? Yes. Um, almond bark I really like too, but I particularly like it during Christmas time when people make the uh, peppermint candy almond bark. Mm. So it's the white chocolate you enjoy with uh, candy canes, kind of like you crush some candy canes and Rachel put it in the right white chocolate. Rachel makes that stuff with cookies. She, ma- she makes that stuff with cookies. She is more than welcome to bring them in, um, you know, around holiday time. Maybe I'll have her make some. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a baker. My sister-in-law, Jill up north, is a great 
terrific candy maker and cookie maker right around Christmas. Mm -hmm. She can make like the really gourmet kind of things. Um, I just never got into that, into, into the, you know, the baking, the baking the candies and stuff right at home. Mm-hmm. Okay, but. that works. That definitely works. But I know what else <laughs> yeah. works, Bonnie. What's you know that? what that is? It's birthdays. That works. All right, so we got some birthdays, anniversaries, and stuff like that. But we always start with you first. I guess my better half, his birthday is just in two days. It's on Friday. And we're going to call so him live on the radio, happy right? Happy birthday, Gary. Yes. And I'm already thinking of maybe getting him one more um, item in his birthday list on the way home today. I, You know, I kind of get him an assortment of treats, uh, like I do with Topanga, uh, with the daughter, so... Um, they're both getting a nice assortment of treats when mm. we go up to the land this weekend. So, All right, um, very the, good. The birthday's going to be good, put it that so way. So everybody's going to have a good time. Yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right, very good, very good. Uh, for our birthdays and anniversaries, I have Troy Gentile. That's Barry Goldberg on ABC's The Goldbergs. He is 28 years old today. He is. Now, I never got into the Goldbergs. No. Um, I think I might have watched it once or twice when okay. it began. All right. Um, I don't know why. It's just one of those uh, sitcoms where I didn't continue watching. Kelly Osborne is 37 years old today. Ozzy's daughter, right? Ozzy's daughter. Man, it's so hard to believe. And we, now we see a lot of Kelly and we see a lot of Jack. Uh, Ozzy does have another daughter, too, I guess. I think her name is Amy Osborne, Mm -hmm. um, who we really never see because she kind of wants to steer clear and kind of stay out of the limelight uh, like the rest of the family. Kelly, though, at 37 already. Kelly Osborne, 37 years old today. Patrick Fugit. Fugit, F-U-G-I-T. Fugit, Fugit, whatever you want to call him. Uh, That's Kyle Barnes on the Cinemax Horror Series Outcast. Matt Drudge, the guy that does the Drudge Report, uh, he's 55 years old today. Simon LeBon from Duran Duran is 63. Oh, man, I love me some Duran Duran. Do you? Yeah, and you know... What are some of your favorite songs uh, by them? Definitely uh, Rio. I think Rio is my all-time favorite. And mm-hmm. they had the good videos. And, you know, I missed them. They had something really cool uh, quite a while ago at AMC Talk Theater out in uh, St. Lucie West, mm-hmm. where they had... a I think they had like a Duran Duran concert footage where you could go to the movie theater and watch um, just some Duran Duran in concert on the big screen. And me never, I've never seen them perform live. So uh, that is something, you know, I would have uh, definitely paid to go and see, you know. Duran Duran's a great group. They really are. They, they, They have a litany laundry list. Of hits. Yeah, and it's kind of like if I hear them on my XM and hear, hear them on the radio, I don't want to, I'm, I'm not going to be turning the channel on a Duran Duran song. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely an earworm, without a doubt. Uh, one of their favorite songs I like is Hungry Like a Wolf. Remember Ordinary yeah. World, too? Yeah, that's another good that, one. I think that came out in like uh, 92 or 93 mm-hmm. back in the day. A, another great song. Ted Wass is 69 years old today. That's Blossom's dad on Blossom. Roberto Benigni is 69. He's that crazy, lovable Italian director that everybody loves to like. Uh, Does it ba- say what he directs? Uh, let me see. Life is Beautiful. 
uh, is the only thing they wrote down here. Spaceballs? Does, did he direct Spaceballs Doesn't too say. or anything? Doesn't uh-huh. say. Uh, Gary Talent is 72. That's Bruce Springsteen's bass player. I would love to see the E Street Band for once in concert also. Mm-hmm. That's on my bucket list. Oh, this guy's great. 79 years old, still kicking. Mr. God Bless the USA, Lee Greenwood. How old is Lee today? 79 years wow. old today. Well, I thought he might only be like 73. No, 79 yeah. years old. Wow. John Cleese is 82. That's the Monty Python superstar. Uh, the 26th president of the United States from 1901 to 1909. Let me guess. The 26th, 26th. 26th president? Take a guess. I'll give you three guesses. Um... It's hard to know all of those old presidents from way back when. Was James Adams a president? Now I'm just kind of like pulling a name out of my head. Uh, um, no. Uh, was it Burr, uh, spelled B-U-R-R? Uh, wasn't there a president by the name of Burr? Nope. Who had uh, some sort of a shootout with someone? No. Uh, nope. Who, who was he? The president that we're speaking of is Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, Teddy Roosevelt. Good old teddy bear. Oh, it, I, sh- I should have known it was one of the more popular he was, ones. He was the first president, actually, to ride in an airplane, drive in a car, and ride in a submarine, and he inspired the teddy bear. Plus, he saved American football and oversaw the creation of the NCAA. Oh, really? Yeah. Oversaw the creation of NCAA? Mm-hmm. No kidding. Yes. You would think that would be too early of a president for that. Mm-hmm. Huh. I, I never knew that about Teddy Roosevelt. Yep, Teddy Roosevelt. Bonnie, today is a day that I know you're going to like. It's National Beer Day. National Beer Day. And pudding. There you go. Put some beer in my pudding. Pouring a cold one for you right there. National American Beer Day. I keep looking for that Samuel Adams cherry wheat beer to come out. I'm, 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 when it comes out, I'm going to be rocking that. I'm going to get some. You um, have to bring some in here for the morning show. I know, right? It's cherry wheat, so I wonder if we could get by with it. Kind of yeah. like, kind of like drinking a, a cherry coke, yeah, right? Yeah, you can have a cherry. Just cherry. Gonna, you can have a Samuel Adams on the air. We're having a cherry beer. Just pour it in your little cup there. Nobody <laughs> will ever know. They won't know nothing. They do have something out for. Um, I think it's an October thing, mm-hmm. a special October lager beer. Uh, Samuel Adams has out now too. It's new. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure it has different herbs and spices in it. That mm. one I haven't tried. Okay. It's a National Black Cat Day. Black cats need some positive PR to dispel their reputation as an omen of bad luck. And I put on my Facebook every year, too, how to um, bring a black cat or any kind of kitty during Halloween. Mm-hmm. Always keep your cats indoors during that time. Especially uh, um, during 4th of July. 4th of July and um, and Halloween, yeah. because with the stigma of some people seeing cats as sort of evil, yeah. uh, people can be evil, too. Mm-hmm. Good morning. You're on the radio. Good morning. Hey, good morning there, Sunshine. How you doing? I'm okay. How are you? Good. It's uh, the queen of clean. <laughs> are you cleaning this morning? No, I, I just got Nevin Shark so I can go to work. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. She's in my oh, vehicle. that's right. You guys had to make the trade this morning. Yeah, we did the trade off. I noticed that when I pulled in this morning. Yeah. I'm like, Evan, why are you driving Rachel's truck? <laughs> <laughs> Yep, she's got the uh, posh luxury palatial explorer, and I have 
the redneck truck. Uh, it doesn't look like a redneck truck to me. It, it looks like I'm, you could run a couple of things over. It but. will when I'm done with it. I'm going to put an axe handle in the back window and a gun rack and a 22 caliber rifle back there. Going to put big flags up back there yep. too. Going to put them flying big, flags. Going to put them big flags on the bumpers <laughs> the and you boys. never know what happened to it. There you go. It'll be a rebel Don't truck. Don't mess with my truck. <laughs> He's going to hide me in the back, and I'm going to uh, jump out and have my face all painted for Halloween and there look like go. one of those little ghoulish girls. Well, I'll have to get you a ladder to get in the back of it first. <laughs> <I know. laughs> That's the whole issue. I'll have a workout just climbing up the thing. Yep, for sure, for sure. So anyway, how's your morning going? Do you have your cup of coffee? I drank some coffee before I, I left. I okay. took a nice hot shower this morning. Ah, how was the hot water this morning? It was hot. Ah, that's what happens when you get a brand new water heater. And you didn't have to heat any up on the stove. That must have saved you some time. Yeah. <laughs> and then I uh, I did the uh, dishes that were in the sink that, you know. Oh, yeah. That collected. No. Oh. Because we didn't have any hot water. And then doesn't it get kind of stagnant? No, that's when the AC goes out and yeah. you don't have hot yeah. water. That's all right. I Ugh. learned something yesterday. You didn't know about this, Rachel. Bonnie, I didn't tell you this, but we had an issue with our vacuum cleaner yesterday. And I couldn't understand why it wasn't sucking up stuff. Yeah. So apparently it sucked up inadvertently a large, huge lizard. Oh. And and from the dog hair going through, it all got tangled in there. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And the vacuum had this stench smell. Oh, man. Oh, no. Like something died in it. Yikes. I kid you not. So I got Gavin to get me a wire hanger, and I sneaked out. And as I snaked out, there was the dead lizard, all four and a half, five inches long of it. And was it smelly, too? It was nasty. (laughs) It was nasty. I made Gavin pick it up. You need a mask to do that sort of thing. Oh, it was gross. Some housework you just need a mask for. That was gross. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, so we got the dead lizard out, and now the vacuum works good. That's a good thing. Yeah. So I thought I'd churn your stomach this morning. (laughs) Right. Anyway, all right, listen, I'm going to let you go. Let me finish with uh, my uh, stuff that I'm doing, and then uh, I'll see you a little later on today. We'll have pork chops for dinner. How's that sound? Pork chops and applesauce. Have a wonderful day. Love you. Love you, too. Bye-bye. Pork chops and applesauce. Pork chops and applesauce. It's also Cranky Coworkers Day. Cranky Coworkers Day. So if you have a cranky coworker, then... Be nice to them. You know, I have it fortunate where, like, at massage therapy, too, mm-hmm. you know, I just work with you in the morning, and you're hardly ever cranky. Wait a minute. Hold it. Hold it. But hold it. Let me stop you. I Let did, me stop yeah. you there, because you said something. I, you said, I work just with you. What am I not worthy? <laughs> just with you? Oh, Is no, that I all did. I get? No, I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> no. I, I, I just work with Bonnie. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're the person. I know that. You're the person at work I have to be around the most. Really? Fortunately, you're not There's cranky. nobody else here. Yeah. <laughs> Who else is there to be around? Well, There's nobody else in the building. Because I'm I'm because it's Halloween, I'm considering uh, all of the other ghosts that I see and you don't see. Oh but geez. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You have skeletons in your closet that I should know about. <laughs> but, <laughs> Something you need to tell me, Bunny. Lay down on my virtual couch and we'll talk. But even at massage, I don't have to deal with a lot of people or coworkers, you yeah, know, which that's true. it's why I love yeah. doing what I do because sometimes yeah. I just don't want to deal with people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, and but you know I massage people. Well, you are dealing with people in the morning with me, but you're you're yeah. dealing with them through a microphone. A microphone. You and, just don't um... have to visually see them. <laughs> we just deal with them when they call. 
you know, but we have great people that call, like Palm City yeah. Charlie and uh, yeah. Jeff and Mark over in England and my wife and your Gary and yeah. everybody else that calls. Yeah, and, you know, I, re- I always appreciate, like, a phone call. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah, if you want to call us this morning and tell us how much you appreciate us, uh, you then, can pick up the phone. And then we'll tell you how much we don't appreciate people. No, oh, gosh, <laughs> don't say that. I'm ki- I am I am kidding. I hope so. <laughs> anyway, it's a National Mentoring Day, so make sure to mentor somebody. It's a National Navy Day. We celebrate the members of the Naval Warfare Branch of the United States Military. And it's also World Day for Audiovisual Heritage as well. Let's come together to archive audiovisual sources for our future generations benefit and there you have it that's everything in a nutshell this morning all in a nutshell so, with that said time for news once again it's all brought to you by nobody this segment that's right for nobody you just call nobody <laughs> oh gee <laughs> you're, you're nobody s- called today i'm really being so silly there's an earworm for you too remember that yeah. song from a Which while one? back Which you're, one? you're nobody called today oh my gosh remember rem- pulling them out was that laura brannigan or, or someone you're nobody i don't know i'll have to i'll All have right. to look at it anyway it's a uh, seven what the heck was that <laughs> uh, it happens seven- when you wear two pairs of glasses <laughs> one seems to fall off on the microphone lunk 7.23 this morning. We're just being all silly. It's time for news. Let's go to the news desk. Here's Bonnie. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. Two Florida counties are making changes in their school mask policies. The Brevard County School Board is extending a mask mandate for another 30 days, but is now allowing a parental opt-out. In Broward County, a mask mandate is being dropped for high schools, but continued for elementary and middle schools. If given final approval, children ages 5 to 11 could be given two lower doses of the Pfizer vaccine spaced out three weeks apart. WPTV's Todd Wilson has more. Today, an FDA advisory panel voted to recommend child-sized Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine for children ages 5 through 11. Immersed in the process is Dr. Carrie Firestone. My heart, like, skipped a beat when I, I watched the vote. So I I got very excited watching the vote. While today's green light is a significant step, it's a process that still needs the full FDA and CDC to weigh in on in the coming days. If both give the green light, it is possible for parents to start having their children receiving shots early in November. Dr. Firestone knows something about this process and the clinical trials involved. She enrolled her six-year-old daughter in a Moderna trial. I wanted my kids vaccinated because I want to prevent illness. I'm not worried about them dying. I want them to stay healthy. FDA panel members acknowledge their latest decision was a difficult one, but say the benefits outweigh the risks. Parents seem to be mixed on whether or not they will get their young children vaccinated right away. I wouldn't give a vaccine to a child, especially a new vaccine. I just, it, they don't need it. I wouldn't give my kids any of the vaccines, Pfizer or any of them, Johnson Johnson, none of them. Just, I don't think it's good for the kids. Todd Wilson, WPTV News Channel 5. Witness testimony is underway in the Orlando trial of suspected cop killer Markeith Lloyd. He's accused of murdering police lieutenant Deborah Clayton in 2017 as she tried to arrest him outside a Walmart. After they both ran to the left, did you hear anything? Yes, sir. What did you hear? I heard one gunshot and then after that... After five seconds later, I heard seven shots. Prosecutors say Lloyd was on the run for killing his pregnant girlfriend. He is serving a life sentence for that murder. Lloyd could face the death penalty if convicted of killing Lieutenant Clayton. 
SpaceX is resolving toilet spills in its capsules before it launches another crew for NASA. Liftoff is currently set for early Sunday from Florida's Kennedy Space Center, but SpaceX and NASA want to make sure the toilet trouble won't compromise the capsule that's about to launch with four astronauts. They also are assessing the one that's been parked at the International Space Station since April. During SpaceX's first private flight last month, a tube came unglued, spilling urine onto fans and beneath the floor. The same problem was recently discovered inside the capsule at the space station. In a related story, the four astronauts of SpaceX's Crew-3 mission are now at Kennedy Space Center ahead of a planned Halloween weekend launch to the International Space Station. The crew includes Kayla Barron, who is going into space for the first time. It still feels a little surreal, like we don't really believe that actually going to space here, hopefully on the early hours of Sunday morning. Liftoff is set for Sunday at 2.21 a.m. Eastern Time. Status hearings are getting underway in the sentencing phase of the trial for Parkland school shooter Nicholas Cruz. Cruz was back in a Fort Lauderdale courtroom yesterday after his defense attorneys filed numerous motions to suppress evidence in the case. He faces a possible death sentence when the penalty phase of his trial begins in January. Lastly, a bluegrass musician and singer Sonny Osborne, uh, whose fast banjo licks turned Rocky Top into a hit with the Osborne brothers, has died. He was 84. And the Lightning's three-game losing streak is over. Tampa Bay pounded the Penguins 5-1 in Pittsburgh last night. The Florida Panthers put their perfect 6-0-0 record on the line tonight when they host the Boston Bruins in Sunrise. And in the NBA, the Miami Heat are in Brooklyn to battle Kevin Durant in the Nets tonight. The Magic are also in action tonight, hosting the Charlotte Hornets in Orlando. Our news time, 727, will have weather and traffic together for you next. Certified public accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 728 right now in the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie, how's it looking outside? It's looking good, Evan. We have a nice ride right here on a Wednesday morning. Everything up to speed, major highways right now. US 1, looking good. And if you see something, say something. Uh, tell us about it. We're at 220-9788. 220-WSTU. It's a clear sky in Port St. Lucie this morning, 67, and it's a cloudy sky in Hudson, New York, a cool 53. Here's our weather now from WPTV. Lots of sunshine out there today. Warm but less humid. Highs in the middle 80s. Low temperatures tonight under fair skies. Low 70s. Tomorrow expect that the cloud up and showers and thunderstorms. Some could be strong to even severe as a cold front approaches. Highs in the mid to upper 80s. Then cooling down by the weekend with highs only near 80 and lows in the low 60s. 
I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist James Wheeland on WSTU AM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station. No hype, just facts. I'm Casey, and I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show. Are you an entrepreneur or business owner along the Treasure Coast? Well, then you should be tuning in to Small Biz Florida from the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Hi. I'm Tom Tinder, your host for Small Biz Florida. Entrepreneurs and business owners will learn how the Florida SBDC and IRSC can help you start, grow, and accelerate your business. Monday mornings at 11 on WSTU 1450 and worldwide on WPSLTV.com. So, have you heard this one? A priest and a rabbi come into this radio station. <laughs> really, it's a priest and a rabbi. Right here, Friday mornings beginning at 9. Here on WSTU AM 1450. Bring your questions and join their lively conversation with Father Christian from St. Mary's Episcopal Church and Rabbi Matt Durbin from the Temple Beit Hayim. It's a priest and a rabbi. Friday mornings at 9 here on WSTU. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. What are you waiting for? Call the Slim Body Laser Spa in Stewart today and start losing inches today. That's right, lose belly fat, your double chin, flabby thighs, upper arm fat. Well, you get the picture. In a short series of laser-assisted weight loss treatments, you can lose inches of unwanted fat. Call 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. Wait, feel great and look fantastic with a little help from Dr. Tred J. Razakar of Slim Body Laser Spa, East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart. And they're online. Visit their website, slimbodylaser.com. In a few short treatments, you'll see results. Lose three, six, even nine inches of unwanted belly fat. The wait is over. Call today, 223-5885. That's 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. This is not headline news. Limp Biscuit will release new music on Halloween. That's solid thinking. After all, it's the best night of the year to raise something from the dead. <laughs> Kim Kardashian says she found Kanye inspiring. Kanye responded saying, the feeling is mutual. I also found myself inspiring. Nice. In sports, a collector paid $1.5 million for Michael Jordan's game-used shoes. He now plans to obtain Scottie Pippen's shoes to put in its shadow. <laughs> and according to a new poll, kids become too old to trick-or-treat at age 12. Because these days, that's about when the diabetes kicks in. This is not Headline News. From not Headline News, we go to the stupid stuff. And now it's time for Stupid News. It's so stupid and awesome. Where we ask the important questions. Are some people too stupid to live? Why are people so stupid? 
All right, so uh, we're going to go to the back hills of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Now, I don't know if there's yeah. anything such as back hills. Have but you been to Pittsburgh before? Yes. Yeah, I, I've never been. Yeah, it's a steel city. Steel town, right? Yeah, they call it the Steel City. Yeah. Home of the Pittsburgh Pirates and the uh, Steelers. Kind of like Allentown. The Penguins. You hear of Allentown, yeah. Pennsylvania, too. It's a, a steel factory sort of town. For shizzle. Uh-huh. A uh, 40-year-old guy named uh, 40-year-old guy in Pittsburgh is facing charges for throwing a pumpkin at a woman's head. Oh my gosh! It's kind of appropriate for Halloween. <laughs> a, throwing a pumpkin head at another pumpkin head, yes. no, a woman's, a lady's head. The guy's okay. name is James Gazis, and he was at home when he heard his wife start yelling at somebody outside. The woman she was yelling at was their neighbor's mother, who was there picking up her grandkids now yes he threw a pumpkin at a grandmother james wife was angry because the woman was parked in front of their house she also claimed the woman also hit their child when she pulled up but footage from a security hit camera the showed child. yeah but hit, footi- hit their child the yeah the people with the pumpkin heads child yeah but the footage from the security camera showed that that wasn't true uh, James came running out, believed whatever his wife was saying, and threw a pumpkin at the woman's windshield. Then he tossed another pumpkin through her driver's side window, and it hit her in the head. Man, this is kind of some uh, backwoods, side uh, street, hillbilly yeah. stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Music's appropriate. <laughs> uh, she ended up with a concussion. She also got into a fist fight with the neighbor, who was the victim's son. James is now facing charges for aggravated assault and, quote, propulsion of a missile now under pennsylvania law a missile is anything that you can throw shoot or propel into somebody's car that could injure them and the pumpkins too can be very heavy some of them pumpkins well there's some heavy pumpkin heads out there so they're facing charges he should keep to uh carving the pumpkin and not throwing the pumpkins at people exactly gives a new meaning to pumpkin head yeah um, a Cleveland man named James Walford was at the home of his then fiance Judy, and she asked him to carry a box of vinegar jugs from her car to the basement. Now, he carried the box through the back door and tripped over Judy's shoes, and he tumbled down the steps. Oh, my gosh. He could have broke his neck. He had several broken bones, racked up an $80,000 medical bill. Yikes. And lost more than $18,000 in income because he couldn't work for several months. Did he lose all the vinegar? Yeah. Did the vinegar go flying down the steps, too? John tried to sue Judy. Yes. His then fiance, he tried to sue Judy claiming that she created dangerous conditions in her home and failed in her duty as a host to protect a social guest from these conditions. Mm-hmm. And what was it that he exactly tripped over? I, I forgot that. Shoes. She had shoes in the way shoes of him in the way. carrying in the vinegar. Yes. But recently, the case was thrown out of court. The court ruled that Judy's shoes were open and obvious, and a person taking precautions would have seen the shoes. The most fascinating part is the timeline. The accident happened way back in February of 2018, and a year later in May 
of 2019, John and Judy got married. So they got married a year later after the accident happened. John, so it was should have been all water under the bridge. Right. So John sued Judy in October of 2019 after their marriage. And now he's found out that he's not able to sue his now wife. And yes, they are still married. Oh, legally you can't sue one another if, yes. if you're husband and yes. wife? I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a rare situation. I mean, yeah. why would you want to sue your own spouse? But now that you brought it up, I, I wasn't even aware there was a law that yeah. you can't. Well, in Pennsylvania there is. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It, I'm, it varies state by state. Yeah, I don't know what I'm the sure. law is here in Florida. We'd have to contact an attorney. And you know what I'm wondering? Maybe we'll contact the attorney firm of Smith, 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 and Smith. You know what I'm really wondering? <laughs> Why would she want all of that vinegar down in her basement? I don't know. Is she trying to hide the odor of a dead body or something? <laughs> I don't something? know. That's what I'm thinking. I'm Maybe it's the next down there. You're watching too much CSI. <laughs> I am. Yeah. You, you and Rachel me. are watching too much of those cop shows that together. That and the ID channel. Yeah, yes. the ID channel is the other one. That's a very addicting <laughs> channel. It is. Detective uh, Joe, whatever that guy's name is. Oh, um. What the, the heck's that guy's name? Detective Joe something. Uh, the gray-haired guy yeah. that's always. Yeah, he He's got, always doing all the talking. He got kind of boring after a while. We kind yeah. of stopped watching his show. I don't know okay. why we were finding that one on the boring okay. side. I like all to right. watch the, uh, the 2020s and the Datelines, okay. 48 hours. Here's something you can relate to. Um, you would expect your car insurance to cover damages from a crash or maybe even a big hailstorm, right, Bonnie? You would think that it would cover. You would think, think it would. You would think. But imagine calling and asking if they cover this. Some woman is demanding that Geico pay her a million dollars because she hooked up with a guy in his car and he gave her a STD. What? Yeah. Gave oh. her an STD. So he, she met him in her own car? No. She went in the guy's car. She hooked up with a guy in his car, and she got an STD from him. And, and she called Geico, his insurance company, demanding a million bucks. She says she ended up with HPV after getting it on with him in a 2014 Hyundai Genesis. She admits they didn't use protection, but still thinks that Geico should pay because the guy has a policy with Geico. Oh, no, that's her own darn fault for jumping in that car. (laughs) What the heck, lady? Geico filed a lawsuit to have the whole thing dismissed and to make sure they can't be sued for similar things in the future. I hope it is dismissed. They They say their car insurance only covers injuries that happen, quote, out of the ownership, maintenance, or use of the vehicle. And this doesn't fit in the category, except she does say it does because they used the vehicle to do what they did. They claim the two people involved, Geico claims the two people involved are at fault for choosing to have unprotected sex. But the judge has not made a ruling (laughs) in this case yet. Wow, we're going to be looking for that one. I I would hate to see if... He would rule in her favor. Mm-hmm. It, after all, it was in her own accordance to get in mm-hmm. to that vehicle and do that yep. sort of thing. Yep.
46-year-old Matthew Cusimano was riding his bike at 2.45 in the morning last Friday. Matthew Cusimano. Cusimano. That's a nice Italian name, huh? Hey, hey, you know what I'm saying? Forget about it. Does that start with a K or a C? C. C, okay. I kind of thought so. Riding his bike 2.45 in the morning this past Friday in Madera Beach, Florida. Now, as police stopped him because his bike didn't have lights, he uh, had an outstanding warrant for his arrest because he didn't show up in court for drug charges way back in June. Now, this is a motorcycle? No, a, a bicycle. Oh, a, a bicycle. bicycle. Yes. Okay. So they searched him and ended up finding more drugs. He had yeah. two glass pipes and a third ounce of meth on him. When they asked what it was, he admitted it was methamphetamine, but he claimed it was okay because it was medical meth. And he had a prescription for it as well. There actually is a form of meth that doctors can prescribe for ADHD. Oh, there is? And weight loss. It's called desoxin. I never heard of that. Yes, it comes in a pill. And and his meth was in crystal form that he had. Obviously, his excuse didn't work. And they arrested him for mm. possession of narcotics and drug paraphernalia. Wow. This final story is a good one, Bonnie. Okay. It, a doozer, huh? It's a doozer. <laughs> In return for purchasing a used car for a friend, for her friend, a Florida man allegedly had a 17-year-old girl sign a contract stipulating that she would be his sex slave twice a week on Mondays and Fridays for the next five years. What, now, why did he have this girl sign this? Okay, He purchased a car, okay. a used car, for her friend. For the young girl's friend? For the young girl's friend. So he wanted the young girl who's 17 to sign a contract to be his sex slave oh. on Mondays and Fridays for the next five years. Disgusting. Yep. Uh, they charged the 66-year-old defendant with having sex with a minor. Andrew Mustapick, a Vero Beach resident, was arrested last week on felony charge and subsequently released on a $50,000 bond. Ugh. He was he, twice divorced, ugh. and he operates a computer repair business and is scheduled for an arraignment coming up here in the next day or so. You just don't picture this filth to be so close to home. Yeah. it's uh, Right in Vero Beach, just yeah. up the street. It makes me sick. A sex sickened, slave. I'm sickened by that story. A sex slave. So did he get reprimanded for this? What what did the police do? Are he's, they... he's out on bond, <laughs> and he has court this the end of this week. The court date is the end of this week oh, for the case. We're going to be looking for the results of so, that one, too. Yeah, I'm going to be looking for the results uh, on that one because I want to see exactly what the outcome is. On I that. hope he gets his day. Yeah, um, I, uh, I hope it's... they... Hope it's not a good one for him. I hope him. they throw the car manual at him. Yeah. <laughs> no pun intended there. Uh, um, it's, it's uh, let me see here. What time is it? It's uh, 7.44 right now. Time for news once again. It's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin for the best deals in town on precious metals. Please go see our very dear friend Hawk Levy at St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. He has some great deals going on as the holidays approach as well. Bonnie has the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning. Once again, a young Florida mother says she's traumatized after U.S. Marshals stormed the wrong apartment while searching for a murder suspect. WPTV's news partner, Wendy Lane from WFTS, with the story. U.S. Marshals, come the door. The new mother was home alone with her three-month-old baby, and she says she was afraid for their lives. Tell them to come out with hands up. 
We know he's in there. This video shows the terrified 22-year-old coming out, barely dressed, holding her baby and crying. They pushed me out of the way and they're holding me and my baby at gunpoint. Kada took this video on her phone in the hallway. She says after a couple of minutes, they realized it was the wrong apartment and left. Kada returned inside in tears. After leaving Kata's apartment, U.S. Marshals rushed over to this breezeway. It's in the same building. And an apartment over there, that's where they found the suspect. U.S. Marshals were assisting Bradenton PD in searching for and arresting Shamar Johnson, who was the suspect of a September 11th murder. Kata says she had no idea what was happening. They did come back like an hour later, one of them. I was like, we just wanted to explain to you that we saw a black male running upstairs and we thought he came to your apartment, but he didn't go to your apartment. And it turns out that it wasn't the black man that we were looking for. The U.S. Marshal's supervisor tells me it all happened very quickly and marshals were able to help catch a murder suspect who has been on the loose for weeks. Kada says she's thankful for her ring doorbell and knowing how to react. Otherwise, she says things may have gone much differently. And now she wants more done by law enforcement to prevent mistakes like this from happening. I think it happens probably more than people even know, and it can happen to absolutely anybody. In Bradenton, Wendy Lane, ABC Action News. The Army Corps of Engineers Tuesday unveiled its latest data on how it will manage Lake Okeechobee for roughly the next decade and the once hopeful framework proposed in July to reduce lake discharges to the St. Lucie River has been scaled back. In the initial plan dubbed Alternative CC, 62% less freshwater would have entered the Brakish estuary each year, enough to fill nearly 72,000 Olympic swimming pools. Over the past three months, the Corps has continued to revise the proposed Lake Okeechobee system operating manual LOZM, whittling over 200,000 model runs to just eight. All of them would increase the amount of Lake O water flowing into the Port Mayaka Lock and Dam each year, according to Corps data presented Tuesday. The best-case scenario is an increase of 14 billion gallons, while the worst is 30 billion gallons, more than double compared to the initial plan core data show. It's incredibly disappointing that all eight of these plans dramatically increase regulatory Lake O discharges to the St. Lucie estuary, said Eve Samples, executive director of the Stewart-based Friends of the Everglades. This is happening at the 11th hour after East Coast stakeholders were led to believe we would see significant reductions in lake discharges under Lozum. Treasure Coast Clean Water advocates had hoped for zero discharges, but had said alternative CC was a good start. A Treasure Coast pizza shop is helping families through their struggles one slice at a time. WPTV's Derek Lowe has the story. At Big Apple Pizza in Fort Pierce, it's not just a piece of the pie being given to families in need. 100% of what we raise that night goes to the family that we're helping, and that's 100%. You come in and spend $10, all $10 will go to that family, not 100% of profit. Scott Van Duzer says he's been donating dough for more than a decade. We started in 2008, and uh, we just utilized our pizza shop to help one family a month, you know, breast cancer, you know, house burned down. We've helped. 138 families to date and uh, this month will be the 139. Early detection is definitely key. This time last year I felt an early bump on my breast. 
With a diagnosis of triple negative breast cancer this past April, Jamel Bello says she's now facing a battle she never saw coming in her 30s. It's not an easy diagnosis to deal with at first, and as the stages progress um, throughout your journey, it really gets hard. For me, the hardest part was losing my hair. Trying to do something good, you don't want something bad to come out of it. I feel really bad with COVID, and we're so anxious to get back to what we do. Scott says the pandemic has put fundraising on hold, that is, until Wednesday. That's when this Treasure Coast community will come together through Big Apple Pizza to once again do what it does best. It's, it's almost become like a grassroots effort with so many families that we helped. All we ask is that you come back and help the next family in need. In Port St. Lucie, I'm Derek Lowe, WPTV, News Channel 5. Two Florida counties are making changes in their school mask policies. The Brevard County School Board is extending a mask mandate for another 30 days, but is now allowing a parental opt-out. In Broward County, a mask mandate is being dropped for high schools, but continued for elementary and middle schools. And lastly, Florida Surgeon General Joseph Ladapo is defending his decision not to wear a mask when attempting to meet with a state senator who told him she had a serious medical condition. Ladapo saying yesterday he cannot communicate clearly, quote, when half of my face is covered. The Atlanta Braves last night, good for them. They won game one of the World Series over the Astros. Score on that game last night was 6-2. to two. Uh, But Charlie Morton's season ended in the third inning of the 2021 World Series. X-rays revealed Morton, the Atlanta Braves veteran starting pitcher, suffered a fractured right fibula early in the game one on Tuesday night. Seemingly after he got hit by a 102.4 mile per hour comebacker off the bat of Houston Astros first baseman Yuli Uriel to begin the bottom of the second. News time 751. We'll have weather and traffic together next. What is your quality of life? The Owen Insurance Group plans on improving it on our quality of life radio show Tuesday mornings at 10 on both WPSL and WSTU. Hi, I'm Gary Owen of the Owen Insurance Group, along with Tom Bouvier. We'll help you on the road of life and make it a better one. Don't forget the Quality of Life radio show, Tuesdays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU on TuneIn and Alexa. right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. It's time for a peek outside. Here's Bonnie. And Treasure Coast right here. All of the highways are looking clear. We're not finding any accidents. And if you see something, say something throughout the morning and always let us know at 220-9788-220-WSTU. 69 degrees in Palm City this morning. And in Galway, Ireland, it's raining in 58 Here's more on our weather at WPTV. Lots of sunshine out there today. Warm but less humid. Highs in the middle 80s. Low temperatures tonight under fair skies. Low 70s. Tomorrow expect it to cloud up. And showers and thunderstorms. Some could be strong to even severe as a cold front approaches. Highs in the mid to upper 80s. Then cooling down by the weekend with highs only near 80 and lows in the low 60s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist James Wheeland on WSTU AM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station.
professionals at Mark Brecko's Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220-3380. The Stewart Air Show is back November 12th through 14th at Martin County Airport. Bring the family to see the aerobatic Red Bull helicopter and the fastest semi-truck in the world racing a plane. Hear the sound of freedom when our military jets fly by. Be sure to check out their Twilight Show and the Dirty Flight Suit Party November 12th. See spectacular pyrotechnic displays and enjoy live entertainment on the ground. The Stewart Air Show is back. Tickets and show information at stewartairshow.com. Hey, parents, keep your children active this season by training with the pros. The Miami Dolphins are hosting the Junior Dolphins Football and Dance Clinics presented by FAIR throughout Miami-Dade, with winter clinics starting November 26th and December 20th. Football clinics are taught by Junior Dolphins coaches, and dance classes are led by the Miami Dolphins cheerleaders. These half-day sessions are available for boys and girls ages 4 to 14. Space is limited. Visit JuniorDolphins.com camps to secure your spot today. The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored, and then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years, voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. Sometimes ordinary tasks can become extraordinary feats. With back, neck, or shoulder pain, that's why there's the Joint Chiropractic. As the official chiropractor of the University of Miami Hurricanes, the Joint Chiropractic helps keep people moving through everyday life and beyond. You never need an appointment or insurance, and we're open evenings and weekends. Keep moving. Come see our newest location in Port St. Lucie for a free exam, consultation, and adjustment through Saturday. Visit thejoint.com for details. Today in Ag News from the Southeast AgNet, brought to you by Pivot Bio, the only predictable form of nitrogen. Pivot Bio, proven 40. Uh, USDA's Natural Resources Conservation Service wants producers and landowners to know there are various fiscal year 2022 assistance opportunities available for key programs. And NRCS Chief Terry Cosby told us while there are various batching period signups that take place, they do accept applications for these programs year-round. This is always a Excited time for NRCF, and this year we're starting a little bit early. We've been able to work with our states out there, and they've got some money now, and so we're able to offer these programs, and we have a number of them that we're offering. And the key to it is, is that, you know, we need to have our customers contact us, come to the door, let us know they're interested, and we will work with them to make sure that they find out 
what they're eligible for. And Cosby said whether it's your first time working with them or if you want to take conservation to the next level, just contact your local NRCS field office. We'd love to see them contact our folks and, and, and talk about resource options. If you're just a first-time customer or if you just now bought a piece of property and you want to talk about it, we welcome all to come through our doors. We really, really stress that we are a service organization and we want to continue to be that. Learn more on our website, southeastagnet.com. More and more landowners and their farmers are celebrating healthy soil for good reason. Because farmers who use soil health building practices like no-till and cover crops and who use diverse species and rotations report greater farm productivity, profitability, and resiliency. So here's to your soil's health. Contact your local USDA Natural Resources Conservation Service office today and learn how to unlock the secrets in your soil. This message brought to you by USDA and this radio station. Randall Wiseman, Southeast Agnet. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. 758 on the Get Up and Go Show. Coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, we're going to be speaking with the executive director of the Stewart Air Show. Skyla Gorman's going to be here around 8.00. 40-ish, somewhere in that area, and we're going to be talking about all the great things that are going to be happening at the Stewart Air Show this year, Bonnie. Yeah, and it's always, you know, we love to see the uh, things of Stewart Air Show past, all of the exciting events with the aeronautics and yeah. whatnot. Um, there's always something new and exciting happening at it, too. Fun for all ages, and we're going to be out there. I don't know when you're going to be there. I don't know when I'm going to be there yet, but we're going to be out there our whole Staff is going to be out there. We're going to have a booth set up for WSTU, WPSL, and La Higante. So uh, Carol and Greg are going to be on site. It looks like two weeks from Saturday, Evan. Yeah. On uh, I think November 13 yeah. is when I'll be out there. Yeah. I think so. Uh, I think I may be out there, too, on that Absolutely. day. Absolutely. I may be out there in the morning that day. And a lot of good things to eat and drink. Yeah. It's a fun time. Definitely so. Stick and stay. Don't go away. Uh, Taryn Krista, Martin County Administrator, coming up next right here at WSTU. Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. for Terry McAuliffe in the very close Virginia governor's race. Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump! President taking the opportunity during his speech to attack Donald Trump, saying his name 24 times in the span of 15 minutes and comparing Republican candidate Glenn Youngkin to his former campaign rival and calling him an extremist. Fox's Marianne Rafferty, Youngkin had welcomed Biden's visit to Virginia, calling him a failed president. There's no enthusiasm for Terry McAuliffe, no one's showing up to vote. Pfizer is a step closer to jabbing a smaller COVID vaccine dose into kids age 5 to 11. An FDA panel located the full FDA and CDC will consider it next. Fox's Evan Brown has more live. Yeah, Dave, 17 physicians on the FDA's vaccine review panel voted in favor of authorizing two rounds of a lower-dose Pfizer COVID vaccine for young kids, though it wasn't an enthusiastic thumbs-up. There are some children, as has been said, in the 6 to 11-year-old group who are deserving of this and may very well derive benefit, but there are other children who may be at uh, 
increased risk of myocarditis. Or heart inflammation. That's Dr. Cody Meisner. He's also chief of pediatric infectious disease at Tufts in Massachusetts. There are no votes against it. However, one physician did abstain, Dave. Evan, we're going to update from DA today in New Mexico investigating last week's deadly shooting during a movie shoot. A search warrant reads that the film's director, Joel Souza, who was also shot in the shoulder, says no live rounds were supposed to be on the set. Firearms were first checked by the armorer, then by assistant director David Halls, before Halls handed it over to the actors. Fox's Matt Finn. Actor Alec Baldwin, who fired the shot, had been told the gun was cold, not loaded. America's listening to Fox News. Big news from Simply Safe Home Security. Okay, okay. Actually, I think the horns are too much. Yeah, that's better. Big news. The new wireless outdoor security camera is here. Yes, Simply Safe's award-winning home security just got even better, taking whole home protection to a whole new level. Okay, I'm I'm missing the horns. Simply Safe is celebrating this new camera by offering free shipping for a limited time. Visit simplysafe.com today. Finding the right Medicare plan may feel impossible, but now it's anything but. With Walgreens Find RX coverage tool, you can compare plans online, over the phone, or in person, making Medicare easier than ever. Easier than picking which true crime doc to watch, figuring out that Wi-Fi password, or putting the duvet cover back on. So if you can do those things, with Find RX coverage, you can definitely Medicare. Find the plan that's right for you by visiting walgreens.com slash Medicare. Democrats are still trying to finalize an almost $2 trillion spending plan and what taxes to raise to pay for it, something all Republicans oppose but won't be able to block. A framework agreement on a social spending plan between House and Senate Democrats could be enough to unlock votes on a $1 trillion infrastructure package, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says. But Congresswoman Pramila Jayapal, who leads the House Progressive Caucus, says a framework alone is unlikely to move dozens of her members to support a standalone infrastructure bill. Let's vote both of them out at the same time. Democrats are also considering new tax policies targeting some corporations and billionaires. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. Days after a Sudan military coup dissolved the African country's government, three pro-democracy protesters have been jailed. The U.N. and other countries have denounced the coup. This likely will not ease any tension between the U.S. and China. The Federal Communications Commission orders one of China's state-owned telecom companies to get out of the U.S. market accusing it of being a national security threat. Federal regulators say Beijing might use the American subsidiary of China Telecom to spy on the U.S., disrupt communications, or engage in other harmful activities. So on Tuesday, the FCC revoked the company's U.S. license and gave it 60 days to stop providing phone service here. Carmen Roberts. Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures are mixed. The morning after the down, the S&P hit record highs again. Baseball's World Series started last night with a bang. Here's one slammed into left field. How about that start to the World Series? And it was historic. Jorge Soler hit the first leadoff game, one home run ever in a World Series. The Atlanta Braves never looked back between the Astros 6-2 in Houston on Fox Game 2 tonight. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. 
As a family-owned business for over 15 years, Crown Car Care's top priority is to build relationships with customers while keeping their vehicles safe and dependable. Fixing your car right the first time is their passion and mission. Crown has the skilled master mechanics and business know-how that will put a smile on your face without putting a dent in your wallet. Call Crown Car Care for the finest in automotive service and repair at 772-781-8000. Two locations to serve you, Martin Highway in Palm City and Cove Road in Stewart, 772-781-8000. Do you use catering services for client seminars and other marketing activities? Do you sometimes have working lunches? Ellie's Downtown Deli has great fresh food and first-class presentation. Do you know how important it is to make a great impression? Well, you'll make that great impression with chef-prepared business catering from Ellie's Downtown Deli. From simple lunchbox drop-offs to buffet setup and breakdown, you'll always enjoy tasty cuisine tastefully presented. And with Ellie's Downtown Deli, going first class for them is second to none. So why not enjoy lunch right outside on their patio area? This is Chef Mark Muller of Ellie's Downtown Deli. Drop on by or give us a call to find out why our business catering means business for your business. Ellie's Downtown Deli, located at 18 Southeast 6th Street in Stewart just off Colorado Avenue. Call 772-781-6605 or visit elliesdowntowndeli.com. A grateful community says congratulations to Nancy Smith for a lifetime of dedication to journalism. From serving as a managing editor of the Stewart News to the president of the Florida Society of Newspaper Editors, you're invited to join Senator Gail Harrell former Senate President Ken Pruitt, and former Stewart Mayor Joan Jefferson for a fundraising event for the Nancy and Michael Smith Endowed Scholarship. Thursday, October 28th, 5 to 7, Indian River State College, Chastain Campus in Stewart. The scholarship will continue Nancy Smith's contribution to those striving to achieve the American dream. So please join us October 28th at Indian River State College, Martin County, Chastain Campus from 5 to 7. Visit the station website, WPSL.com, WSTU1450.com, and click Nancy Smith for more information. Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world. It's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. Thank you very much, Mr. Announcer. It is a Wednesday morning, October the 27th, 2021. Get to the show! All right, I'll get to the show. What's your name? My name is Evan, and that is Bonnie. Are you an actual pastor? I am not an actual pastor. That is a most ridiculous question to ask me. I'm a radio show host. It's 8.08, Mr. Clock, would you certify the time? It's now 8.08 a.m. 8.08 a.m. I may as well just call me Pastor Evan, and this is Pastor Bonnie, and on the phone is the uh, Martin County Administrator. We'll just call her Pastor Taryn. Everybody's hey, a, everybody's a pastor. We'll ordain everybody this morning, yeah. right, there Bonnie? There you go. I don't I didn't know if I'm... you had that within your power. Uh, I'm not sure I'm feeling that holy now. <laughs> 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 but 
I guess since Evan did ordain us. <laughs> Somebody needs to bless this show. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Taryn, good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? As you could tell, we're being silly this morning. We're in a great mood. Yes, I, I guess. Well, good for you. That means things are going well. Things are always going well. We have a good time when we're on the air together. Surely. That's great. We, That's gel, great. we gel very well like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> There you go. So what's been going on lately in uh, Martin County? Catch us up to date with everything. Well, uh, on the county side, we did not have a meeting yesterday, so um, we're continuing to work on our uh, the American Rescue Plan, you know, what we can do with those monies that we've been receiving and continue to get direction from the federal government as to what they can and cannot be used for. Um, we've got a uh, food truck night out at Timer Power Park. Oh, I love those things, October man. October 29th those at 530. Those are so much fun. Yeah, yeah. It's Hocus Pocus is the uh, is the theme. So if anybody's going to be out in the Indian Town area, you might want to partake in that. Tomorrow morning here at the Blake Library around 10 o'clock, they're going to have their little uh, toddler parade. Mm. Uh, it's so cute. They The toddlers come in with their costumes on and the employees throughout the building upstairs and downstairs uh, hand out uh, goodies for the kids and they have a good time and then we've opened our our uh, reversible nine-hole course so it's uh, Florida's first reversible nine-hole course out at Selfish Sands Golf Course so if you want to go out and enjoy a whole new golfing experience you don't have to do the full 18, you can just do nine, or you can go to the driving range, which has the uh, new digital computerized, uh, you know, they, they they store your data. You have an app. It tells you how far you hit the ball. It tells you what pin you were hitting. You know, I mean, it's um, all all right there on your on your um, mobile device that you have. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we're we're pretty excited. And then our sand dune cafe out at the Stewart Beach has been really, really successful. They've extended their hours a little bit because of the need, which is fantastic that people are enjoying going out there, whether it's breakfast or lunch, and uh, sitting outside watching the ocean and enjoying the good food and the good view. That's so. truly nice out there with that uh, deck they have out, mm-hmm, um, kind of mm-hmm. like beachside. The big, uh, hut. Yeah, and the Tiki Hut and then uh, beachgoers, it's incredible, just lying out on the sand, some surf, and uh, mm-hmm. being able to go there and enjoy a bite to eat. And I, I know they have that little uh, window where you can go and pick up your, mm-hmm. your eats and your mm-hmm. beverages. Really, really nice. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a pretty nice setup. So we're, you know, Commissioner Smith, that's in his district, he's looking to do something similar on at Jensen Beach. So we'll see as we move forward with our capital improvement plan and some of the other things that we're doing, how that plays into our, our uh, programs. And then the other only other thing I know that's on everybody's mind is what's going on with our tax collector. And um, for, for the general public, Martin County is a completely separate entity from the Martin County tax collector, so we are not uh, currently involved in her situation with her computers. We were put on notice uh, over a week or so ago that she had some concerns about her computers um, possibly being compromised in some way. And so we immediately did everything that we needed to do on our side 
because we have the uh, we allow her to utilize our fiber for her uh, network mm-hmm. and the phone system. So we immediately uh, severed that uh, relationship, if you will, and ensured that all of our other clients and all of our other systems that we maintain on our system were uh, were not in any way um, affected by whatever it is that's happened to her. So. We do know that St. Lucie County is helping us out, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand that our tax collector has even sent some of her staff up to St. Lucie County to assist with the uh, volume of work that they were getting from Martin County residents going up there. Yeah, uh, we had that in the news yesterday too, Taryn, where like Martin County uh, residents having kind of a hard time here were uh, at least able to go to like at least three locations in St. Lucie County to take care of the matters. That's great. That's yeah. great. And we really do appreciate that that uh, offer and, and the ability for our residents to do that because, you know, I, it can be pretty – I know I went through it with my, my own uh, – my mom, when she had her, her license was coming for renewal last year, and it was in the middle of all the shutdown, and she was kind of panicked. Um, you know, how what am I going to do? Because she was still driving at that point. Yeah. And so, you know, for the for the elder population, it can be um, daunting for them when they want to. You know, they they're not accustomed as accustomed to utilizing elect, the electronic means. I mean, you can mm-hmm. go on electronically and and renew your driver's license unless you need an eye exam. It can be daunting for young and old when when that birthday comes around and you have to renew and pay the fee and say happy birthday to me. (laughs) Right, right. Or the kids that are turning 16 and they want to get their license and do their driving test, you know. Yeah. Um, So we do appreciate the fact that St. Lucie County is working with us and and, – We'll get through this. We're hoping that uh, hopefully by the end of the week that the tax collector will be able to provide us with a little bit more information. But right now, um, as I said, we're really truly not involved uh, unless she asks us. And and, uh, we've offered our services, and we stand by to assist should she need us. Very good. Very good. Yeah, Yeah. just hope they can get it resolved. Yeah, Yeah, me too. Me too. So you know I'm a numbers guy, and uh, sure. you know you know I'm going to ask you about numbers. <laughs> you want to know about the uh, cases? Let me pull yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We always like to let our listeners uh, know about today. the uh, the yes. cases. You know, we're not hearing too much news about COVID that much anymore, Taryn. Well, I can tell you that yes, yesterday uh, was the first time in a while that we were down to single digits. We had nine oh, new cases, God. and our positivity rate was down to four percent. Wow, so that's um, awesome. Yeah, and and uh, I did uh, receive a, a communication with uh, Mr. Lord from the from the hospital because when he saw those numbers, he's like, "Yeah, it's great. The hospital, the number of people in the hospital are are down. Um, it's it's just really great. So we've had for three days in a row now, we've had single digit cases. So that's been great." Um, Usually on on Mondays, it's not unusual to see a little bit higher number because we had four cases on Saturday and Sunday. And so seeing that nine yesterday, you know, it's like, ooh, that kind of popped up. But that's not unusual on a Monday. Usually during the weekend, unless somebody's ill or or has a reason to go and get tested, we really, you know, you wouldn't see that number. Uh, You wouldn't see people normally doing that. 
but it's it's promising, I think, um, as we watch what the age groups are that are being uh, impacted. I think that, you know, when I look at uh, the school system, when I look at their data, it's nice to see that they're um, they're doing better. You know, it's uh, the kids are back in school and they're getting their education and they're, you know, the ones that are in school are in school. And it's just been nice to see those numbers trending down, really. Yes, it certainly has. And, you know, like it was nice to see. It's nice to see homecoming. And, like, Evan showed me pictures, too, of the homecoming dance. Yeah, my dance company did the uh, South Fork High School homecoming dance this past Saturday. Oh, wow. Where did they hold that? In the gymnasium. Oh, good for them. And yeah. everybody. I love that. I would prefer being in the good old gym than <laughs> someplace else. Yeah, like, takes you back to the old days. And, like, everybody was dancing and a lot of people just having a perfectly nice time. And that's refreshing to see once again with uh, people congregating and, and getting back together. Yeah, we were <clears throat> downtown Saturday for dinner and we saw a couple of limos and I was like, what the heck's going on? And I realized it was homecoming. Oh yeah. It's always fun too. Like if you're out to eat on the night of homecoming and then you see the uh, people coming dressed up. Oh yeah. The kids were all dressed up and, you know, in their limos and parents, you know, paparazzi. My stepdaughter (laughs) just went through all that too for like her homecoming week. And I think uh, every day she had to wear something different to school as a theme. And uh, they just looked so nice at the homecoming dance too. And the dresses and tuxedos, what a Mm -hmm. special time. And it's good that this COVID-19 is kind of fading away so we can uh, get back together for the good times. Yeah, we're not hearing a whole lot about uh, variants, which is great. Now the boosters are out, which is great. So you can pretty much walk into any uh, drugstore and get that booster if it's been more than six months and you meet the criteria. So I, you know, I think that for folks uh, now that it's prevalent and it's readily available out there, that for those that are interested, and again, I get it, it's a personal decision, it's not for everybody. Right. But, uh, you know, I think that these numbers, when I, you know, they're, thank goodness, when I look at the numbers, there's very few anymore that are under the age of 12 that are being impacted. Um, and when you look at the vaccinated rates, there's a n- large number of kids after the age of 12 that have been getting vaccinated, over 50%, and I think that's huge. Um, That's huge. Our largest uh, population that's been vaccinated is between 65 and 69. And some of that may have been because they were the first ones eligible, you know, and then they were uh, they felt they may be the most vulnerable. So they got out there. But the 70 to 74 year olds are right up there close. Um, So the the elder population definitely has been um, taking the, the vaccination, you know, to the highest limit that they can. And and uh, I think, you know, I, I know that I heard yesterday we had a joint meeting with Indian River, St. Lucie, and Martin County together um, where we just kind of talked about regional issues, but we were uh, – Representative Snyder was there, and he wanted us to know that, you know, they're calling a special session and they're going to talk about not allowing businesses and – and other employment areas to mandate uh, vaccinations that they truly believe that it's an individual personal choice. And I kind of agree with that. But although it depends on the circumstances, I think, yeah. you know, if you're in a nursing home, if you're working in a nursing home in some place where 
either, you know, in my opinion, just need, either need to get vaccinated or wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very good. That's uh, Taryn Krista, Martin County Administrator. She always joins us each and every week at this time to give us the latest and greatest on all things happening in Martin County. Taryn, always our pleasure to have you on the Thank program. You. Thank you. We'll and talk you to you soon. have a wonderful day. All right. Take care. Bye-bye now. It's Bye. time for the Precious Metals Report brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Gold opening up $1,795.60 an ounce. Silver opening up $24.09 an ounce. That's the Precious Metals Report brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored, and then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years, voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. Eight twenty-two. It's news time once again. Let's go right to the news desk. Bonnie is standing by with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning to you, Evan. Witness testimony is underway in the Orlando trial of suspected cop killer Markeith Lloyd. He's accused of murdering police lieutenant Deborah Clayton in 2017 as she tried to arrest him outside a Walmart. After they both ran to the left, did you hear anything? Yes, sir. What'd you hear? I heard one gunshot, and then after that. After five seconds later, I heard seven shots. Prosecutors say Lloyd was on the run for killing his pregnant girlfriend, ex-girlfriend that is. He is serving a life sentence for that murder. Lloyd could face the death penalty if convicted of killing Lieutenant Clayton. Jensen Beach High School's annual homecoming parade will return tomorrow night, Thursday night, creating an hour-long road closures downtown. Between 6 and 7 p.m., road closures will be on Northeast Jensen Beach Boulevard, Northeast Pineapple Avenue, Northeast Church Street, and Northeast Indian River Drive, according to the Martin County Public's Works Department. Drivers should expect delays and follow detours. A Treasure Coast pizza shop is helping families through their struggles one slice at a time. WPTV's Derek Lowe with the story. At Big Apple Pizza in Fort Pierce, it's not just a piece of the pie being given to families in need. 100% of what we raise that night goes to the family that we're helping, and that's 100%. You come in and spend $10, all $10 will go to that family, not 100% of profit. Scott Van Duzer says he's been donating dough for more than a decade. We started in 2008, and uh, we just utilized our pizza shop to help one family a month, you know, breast cancer, you know, house burned down. We've helped. 138 families to date, and uh, this month will be the 139. Early detection is definitely key. This time last year, I felt an early bump on my breast. With a diagnosis of triple negative breast cancer this past April, Jamel Bello says she's now facing a battle she never saw coming in her 30s. It's not an easy diagnosis to deal with at first, and as the stages progress, 
um, throughout your journey, it really gets hard. For me, the hardest part was losing my hair. Trying to do something good, you don't want something bad to come out of it. I feel really bad with COVID, and we're so anxious to get back to what we do. Scott says the pandemic has put fundraising on hold. That is, until Wednesday. That's when this Treasure Coast community will come together through Big Apple Pizza to once again do what it does best. It's, it's almost become like a grassroots effort with so many families that we helped. All we ask is that you come back and help the next family in need. In Port St. Lucie, I'm Derek Lowe, WPTV, News Channel 5. The four astronauts of SpaceX's Crew-3 mission are now at Kennedy Space Center ahead of a planned Halloween weekend launch to the International Space Station. The crew includes Kayla Barron, who is going into space for the first time. It still feels a little surreal, like we don't really believe they're actually going to space here, hopefully on the early hours of Sunday morning. Liftoff is set for Sunday at 2.21 a.m. Eastern Time. The judge who oversaw the murder trial of former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin said Monday that he will make the names of 15 jurors and alternates who sat in the courtroom public next week. Judge Peter Cahill's order said he will make the list of jurors public November 1st. The written questionnaires of all 109 potential jurors who were formally evaluated will also be made public. Chauvin was convicted of second-degree murder, third-degree murder, and manslaughter in the the 2020 death of George Floyd. And lastly, bluegrass musician and singer Sonny Osborne, whose fast banjo licks turned Rocky Top into a hit with the Osborne brothers, has died. He was 84. The Lightning's three-game losing streak is over. Tampa Bay pounded the Penguins 5-1 in Pittsburgh last night. The Florida Panthers put their perfect 6-0-0 record on the line tonight when they host the Boston Bruins in Sunrise. In the NBA, the Miami Heat are in Brooklyn to battle Kevin Durant and the Nets tonight. The Magic are also in action tonight, hosting the Charlotte Hornets in Orlando. Our news time, 826, and we'll have weather and traffic together coming up. A priest and a rabbi come into this radio station. <laughs> really, it's a priest and a rabbi. Right here, Friday mornings beginning at 9, here on WSTU AM 1450. Bring your questions and join their lively conversation with Father Christian from St. Mary's Episcopal Church and Rabbi Matt Durbin from the Temple Beit Hayim. It's a priest and a rabbi. Friday mornings at 9, here on WSTU. <laughs> 827 right now in the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie? Well, we're taking a look at uh, the latest traffic report. You're going to see some activity this morning if you're heading south down, down by Jupiter. Uh, There is an accident, I-95 in the northbound direction, Jupiter, at mile marker 187. We're not seeing roadblock. Other areas up here in Martin County, of St. Lucie County, throughout the Treasure Coast, things are looking clear at the moment. And there's your latest look at traffic. It's just really perfect morning, ideal weather of 67 under a clear sky here in Stewart. 
Here's more on the forecast at WPTV. Lots of sunshine out there today. Warm but less humid. Highs in the middle 80s. Low temperatures tonight under fair skies. Low 70s. Tomorrow expected to cloud up. And showers and thunderstorms. Some could be strong to even severe as a cold front approaches. Highs in the mid to upper 80s. Then cooling down by the weekend with highs only near 80 and lows in the low 60s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist James Wheeland on WSTU AM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station. with customers while keeping their vehicles safe and dependable. Fixing your car right the first time is their passion and mission. Crown has the skilled master mechanics and business know-how that will put a smile on your face without putting a dent in your wallet. Call Crown Car Care for the finest in automotive service and repair at 772-781-8000. Two locations to serve you, Martin Highway in Palm City and Cove Road in Stewart, 772-781-8000. Why pay more to rent a space for your party when you could transform your kitchen and living space into the next amazing place for a great dinner party? Even with limited space, private catering can make your next event incredibly relaxing and memorable. Optimal Health Chef, Inc. offers in-house catering for refined, elegant dining experiences for any private event. Optimal Health Chef, Inc. has years of experience with exceptional private catering services, and we will do everything to make your next get-together with family, friends, co-workers, or business associates a most memorable one. As a result of the global pandemic, we are offering virtual parties. We plan your event, package the food in disposable individual containers, and deliver to your home. You then deliver to your guests, enjoy dinner, and their company virtually. For more information and to book an event, please call Daryl Lester, chef owner of Optimal Health Chef, Inc. at 772-475-8493. Call the Lott Brothers for all your property insurance needs. Hi, I'm Frankie Lott. Give me a call, 468 468- 1009. That's 468-1009. We represent the most competitive markets across the Treasure Coast and throughout the state of Florida, insuring your home, condo, auto, and boat, plus commercial. The Lot Brothers are available 24 hours a day for your convenience. Call me at Lot Insurance Services, 468-1009. The Get Up and Go Show would love to hear from you, live on the air. Give them a call at any time. Now let's get back to the program. Here's Evan and Bonnie. 831 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie, and it's time to go to outer space with a space report this morning. Here he is piloting the Starship SS Seagull. It's Captain Randy Seagull. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, sir. Well... It was 1961 
That's when NASA tested the first stage of a Saturn V rocket for the first time. A big launch and a successful one, putting into orbit a dummy satellite. In 2003, we saw the return of a crew that spent 184 days in space. Yuri Melanchenko and Ed Liu, along with Alexander Kaliri, spent time on the International Space Station. What made this flight historic was the fact that Malenchenko and Lou previously were crewmates on a space shuttle mission, STS-106. So they had spent time in space, and they continued to do this. Plus, they were in orbit when the Chinese launched their Shenzhou-5 vehicle with China's astronaut Yang Liwei and congratulated them on doing so. We're getting ready for a big weekend, to say the least, as the crews are nearing completion of getting ready to fly a new crew, Crew 3, to the International Space Station. Crew 3 is scheduled to launch on Sunday evening at 2.21 a.m., which really makes it Sunday morning. And they'll arrive at the space station on November the 1st. Docking is targeted for 12.10 a.m. on that mission. Flying that mission will be Raja Shari, Tom Marshburn, Caleb Barron, and European Space Agency astronaut Matthias Moore. They have been spending a lot of time preparing for the flight in Houston, but now they have gone to the Kennedy Space Center where they'll continue their training up until the time they launch. We are going to see a launch taking place this evening at 8 o'clock p.m. when Russia's Progress 79 resupply ship will be launched from the Bakanur Cosmodrome in Kazakhstan. Two days later, it will reach the International Space Station and be docked thus giving them new supplies, experiments, and fuel for the International Space Station. Crew 2, consisting of Commander Shane Kimbrough, Megan MacArthur, Akihiko Hoshide, and Thomas Pasqua, practice their departure from the space station, which will come in early November after they have a handover of crew duties. They practiced on a computer, which they do quite a bit of to do work on the station. The crew also did a lot of work on maintenance at the station and experiments. Anton Sheplerev and Peter Dubrov, who are in the Russian segment of the station, continue to do science work as they not only work on the Zvezda module, they also work on other areas in the space station. The flight readiness review that will allow the astronauts approval to go to the space station has been successfully completed, and even though there was a problem with the toilets on the Crew Dragon, they say that'll be repaired before the crew actually launches. That problem was a tube that came apart, allowing liquid under the floorboards, if you will, on the crewed capsule. Russia says that they will transfer part of their federal launches uh, 
from Russia to the Kourou, French Guiana location. They will launch two to three Soyuz spacecrafts from that position. Fragments of a Soyuz 21B spacecraft that was launched on October 14th have been picked up as they were found in China. This has been a regular occurrence that happens when they launch from the area in China, I'm sorry, the area in Russia, and their first stage drops. This happens from the Vajni Space Center and also happens from the Bakunur Space Center. Space Adventures says that they have dropped their plans to fly space tourists on a high-altitude dragon flight, but they have not ruled out the concept of revisiting it in the future. The company announced in May that it had acquired a dedicated Soyuz flight to the space station. The Soyuz MS-20 spacecraft will launch on December 8th, carrying Japanese billionaire Yazuku Mezuawa and his production assistant, Yozo Hirano, to the space station. That particular mission will be commanded by Alexander Muzurkin from Russia. They'll spend 12 days at the station before returning back to Mother Earth. It's an interesting way to fly if you have the money to do so. And lastly, I want you to know that SpaceX has performed a static firing of its starship as they continue their march to their first orbital test flight. Tomorrow we'll tell you hopefully about a successful launch and what's going on in Dubai. So until tomorrow, have a great day, everybody. That's Randy Siegel with the Space Report. He's on the program each and every weekday at this time, giving you the latest and greatest pertaining to NASA. Time to head on over to Ellie's Downtown Deli, where Bonnie is standing by on their patio with some of their most delectable, delicious treats just for you, Bonnie. And some great news, too, Evan. Of course, coming from Ellie's Downtown Deli and Stewart, turkey lovers and turkey dinner lovers for Thanksgiving now. Chef Mark is at it again. He is offering turkey dinners for a $29.99 per person to include sliced turkey, white and dark meat. You get cranberry relish. His cranberry relish is delicious, by the way. You get the gravy, plus three sides of your choice, including sage stuffing, maybe a baked sweet potato casserole, herb mashed potatoes, vanilla butternut squash. These are your choices, and um, I'll tell you what, Gary and I did order a delicious turkey dinner from mm. Ellie's Deli one year. It was incredible. Very nice. So place your order by calling uh, 772-781-6605. Uh, all orders must be secured with a credit card. Ellie's Downtown Deli has a full menu for pickup or delivery of for takeout, plus their fabulous desserts as well. They have a full-service deli with dining inside and out. Have them cater your next event. Call 772-781-6605 to order and pick up today. They're located at 18 Southeast 6th Street, just off Colorado in Stewart. Call 772-781-6605. 
800-242-6605. Ellie's Downtown Deli in Stewart. You know, everybody's abuzz right now, literally, because uh, the Stewart Air Show is going to be coming in just a few weeks. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, we didn't uh, weren't so fortunate last year and all that other stuff with COVID, but this year... Man, it's going to be a great air show. Joining us on the line right now is the executive director of the Stewart Air Show. Skylar Gorman joins uh, myself and Bonnie this morning. Hi, Skylar. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Always good to have you on the program. We miss your smiling face in the place here, but I know you're busy. It's crunch time, and uh, this year the Stewart Air Show is going to be It's back, and it's bigger and better than ever, isn't it? I would like to agree with that. Um, you know, the community has always been really supportive. So right now, ticket sales, sponsorship, you know, vendor participation, everything is just going really well. And we feel really, really supported. Um, some of the aircraft we're honored to be able to have this year are, are pretty rare and first-time attendees. So it's pretty exciting. Can you go over uh, some of the aircraft that are going to be there this year and, and a little bit of the show lineup that the fans uh, of the Stewart Air Show are in store for? Sure. Um, some of the kind of most exciting things on my list to see are always the Jets. We have the F-16 demo team coming this year, the A-10s coming back this year. We have, for the first time in Stewart, an aerobatic uh, Red Bull helicopter. So oh, that wow. means it goes upside down, barrel rolls, flies inverted. Oh, my. <laughs> and then with cool. them comes the Red Bull Air Force. So they're the squirrel suit jumpers that will launch out of the helicopter um, and land at Whitham Field in front of the crowd. So I'm excited to see that. Um, and then we have the world's fastest um, jet uh I'm sorry, a semi-truck in the world. It holds a record at 376 miles per hour. What? And oh it gosh. will race a plane on um, our flight line this year. Oh. Wait a minute. So this jet truck is going to jet down the runway at speeds of over 300 miles an hour? 350 miles an hour. Oh, my. Wow. I know the airport has a plenty of, of space, but like yeah. I'm, it's hard for me to picture this because this is like going to be on the ground yeah. going uh, this fast. Racing a plane. Yeah. <laughs> well, last year we did um, a motocross rider jumping a plane, so we figured we had to trump it somehow. Yeah. So this is the best we could come up with. Boy, that you bumped the ante. Definitely does trump it, yes. Wow. <laughs> you know, I've been asked. Yeah, we're kind of Skylar, I've been I've been asked by uh, people that have attended the air show in the past. Uh, I was asked by a gentleman at work for I, I know that the 2019 air show uh, got rained out or some sort of thing, and uh, you know where we we really didn't have it that year. I've been asked by some people if like the tickets that were purchased from say like maybe 2019, if they held on to them, would they could they still be redeemed? So we, for 31 years, had a no-refund, no-exchange policy. Um, it's just how we have to operate in South Florida, being an outdoor event. Right. And um, we are a nonprofit. So we did, the board of directors made a special concession in 2019 to carry over thousands of tickets into the 2020 year. And we did have some people who said, listen, I'm not comfortable attending an event yet. And we were able to carry them over, but our voucher program is officially closed. And at 
for 2021, we're unable to exchange tickets from two years ago. Okay. Yeah, just wanted to verify that because uh, I, I did get asked by some uh, listeners Thank recently. You for Are you yeah. still having the uh, dirty flight suit party uh, the Friday night before? Oh, yeah. We have a need for speed. It's going down on Friday night. It's been a few years since we've been able to have our Friday night show. And I think even in 2018, it was pretty, pretty inclement weather. So we have um, a huge pyrotechnic display, a twilight air show and South Florida's best cover band, the Chase Band on the Yingling Flight Deck stage. Wow. It's going to be a really good time. Oh, yeah. I can't, I can't wait to see that band. Grab a yingling and uh, check the band out. Absolutely. I'll, I'll grab so. two yinglings <laughs> <laughs> and check it out. I'm sure when all is said and done, Skylar's probably going to have a six-pack for herself. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, a lot of fun. Yeah. So let, let's talk a little bit about the ticket prices and the different levels of, of admission and what everything gets you, if you could, for in, in the last couple of minutes with you. Sure. Um, so right now we are in the final prices. What you see on stewardairshow.com is what you're going to get all the way up to ticket day. You can purchase tickets day of if you kind of want to wait on the weather. But there are areas of the show for upgrade that are, um, they range in the $100 to be on the flight line with a catered lunch, two complimentary beverages of your choice. You could just purchase a seat for 10 bucks to just sit on the flight line. All the info is going to be at the stewardairshow.com. Mm, all right. And then general admission to the actual air show itself is how much? For the for general admission, an adult would be 30 bucks for one day. Mm-hmm. Um, and we offer veteran for 5 bucks and youth for 5 bucks. All is right. the VIP crowd still going to be there? And the VIP area is always a delight. Yeah, we actually don't sell those tickets. Those are only given to our sponsors. So, but it's right next to the Flightline Club, and we will have it, and we hope to see you there. That was wow. an amazing air show, isn't it? Just yeah, I know so, we're going to be out yeah. there. We'll have a booth out there, and um, our, our whole staff is going to be rotating in and out did throughout I hear, the weekend. Did I hear right too? It's been kind of like um, rooted and voted as one of the, if not the best, air show now in the country. Um, thank you for bringing that up. We got. This year, we're honored the Martin County Business Development Board named us um, for named us nonprofit of the year, and then USA Today Reader's Choice named us sixth best air show in all of North America. Amazing! Wow, that's amazing. Like, yeah, so we, proud. Well, we can't wait to see you out there. Uh, we're, we're we are so looking forward to it once again. I'm telling you, the you know Skylar is a class act, and the whole show is a class act. So it just falls. You know, the domino effect just keeps falling, yeah, and, yeah. and all the dominoes come in a line. It's just a great air show. I've been out there in the past couple of years ago, and I've seen things. I've seen the VIP tent, and it's just the whole thing is just amazing. There's something to do for everybody and, of all ages. And a rape buzz and the food. So yeah, good. That's right. the best part, yeah. the food, the displays. <laughs> I mean, you get to meet and greet the pilots, and and just there's just so much to do. Mm -hmm. What are the hours of the air show this year for our listeners? Friday night, the gates open for general admission or dirty flight suit party at 5 p.m. Okay. Secretly open them at 4.30 if you want to arrive early. Um, Mm -hmm. And then we have uh, Saturday and Sunday from, they open at 9, flying starts around 11.30, 12.00. Um, so you won't be able to go back to any of the static aircraft after 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. and um, 9 to 5 both days. 
Wow, great time. It's all going to be happening at Witham Field, the Stewart Air Show. It's happening in just a few short weeks. Our very special guest is the executive director of the Air Show, Skylar Gorman, whose head is going in 360 degrees at 1,000 miles an hour as it's crunch time right now. But when it's all said and done, she's going to take a little vacation and, and go enjoy paradise, maybe even just take herself to the Bahamas or something. Who knows, right, Skylar? The station's going to send me, right? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if I could just open my checkbook and cut you a check. And she say, should, And she should be able to write in an airplane. Yes, an airplane. <laughs> no, she wants to go on a cruise ship over oh, there. Oh, yeah. Sit poolside and just sip a frozen <laughs> beverage and just enjoy yourself. Maybe she doesn't want to hear any planes yes. afterward. <laughs> <laughs> right? yeah. No, I'll never get tired but it's of a, them. It is a good time hearing those airplanes really coming is. over Stewart. And, uh, yeah, in just a couple of weeks, a couple of weeks away, we yep. got the 13th and the 14th of November. Yep. Uh, we can't wait to see you there. Yeah, definitely. So, Skylar, thanks a lot for joining us this morning. And, uh, you know, if you want to come back on one more time as we get closer, maybe the Thursday before the uh, actual event, we'd love to have you back on with us again. Sure. I could probably grab you guys a pilot or something at that point because they'll be here. That would be, fan- that would be fantastic. Maybe you could even uh, come by with the pilot and uh, we could actually have them in studio. Sure. That would be fantastic. Uh, get with Carol on that and we'll get that all set up. We'll make it happen. Okay. All right, take care and have a great day. You too. All right, bye-bye now. 8.49 is the time right now. It's news time once again, all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Bonnie's standing by with the morning headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. A young Florida mother says she's traumatized after U.S. Marshals stormed the wrong apartment while searching for a murder suspect. WPTV's news partner, Wendy Lane from WFTS, has the story. U.S. The new mother was home alone with her three-month-old baby, and she says she was afraid for their lives. This video shows the terrified 22-year-old coming out, barely dressed, holding her baby and crying. They pushed me out of the way, and they're holding me and my baby at gunpoint. Kata took this video on her phone in the hallway. She says after a couple of minutes, they realized it was the wrong apartment and left. Kata returned inside in tears. After leaving Kata's apartment, U.S. Marshals rushed over to this breezeway. It's in the same building. And an apartment over there, that's where they found the suspect. U.S. Marshals were assisting Bradenton PD in searching for and arresting Shamar Johnson, who was the suspect of a September 11th murder. Kata says she had no idea what was happening. They did come back like an hour later, one of them. It was like, we just wanted to explain to you that we saw a black male running upstairs and we thought he came to your apartment, but he didn't go to your apartment. And it turns out that it wasn't the black man that we were looking for. The U.S. Marshals supervisor tells me it all happened very quickly. And Marshals were able to help catch a murder suspect who has been on the loose for weeks. Kata says she's thankful for her ring doorbell and knowing how to react. Otherwise, she says things may have gone much differently. And now she wants more done by law enforcement to prevent mistakes like this from happening. I think it happens probably more than people even know, and it can happen to absolutely anybody. In Bradenton, Wendy Lane, ABC Action News. A Treasure Coast pizza shop is helping families through their struggles one slice at a time. WPTV's Derek Lowe with the story. 
At Big Apple Pizza in Fort Pierce, it's not just a piece of the pie being given to families in need. 100% of what we raise that night goes to the family that we're helping, and that's 100%. You come in and spend $10, all $10 will go to that family, not 100% of profit. Scott Van Duzer says he's been donating dough for more than a decade. We started in 2008, and uh, we just utilized our pizza shop to help one family a month, you know, breast cancer, you know, house burned down. We've helped 138 families to date, and uh, this month will be the 139th. Early detection is definitely key. This time last year, I felt an early bump on my breast. With a diagnosis of triple negative breast cancer this past April, Jamel Bello says she's now facing a battle she never saw coming in her 30s. It's not an easy diagnosis to deal with at first, and as the stages progress, um, throughout your journey, it really gets hard. For me, the hardest part was losing my hair. Trying to do something good, you don't want something bad to come out of it. I feel really bad with COVID, and we're so anxious to get back to what we do. Scott says the pandemic has put fundraising on hold. That is, until Wednesday. That's when this Treasure Coast community will come together through Big Apple Pizza to once again do what it does best. It's, it's almost become like a grassroots effort with so many families that we helped. All we ask is that you come back and help the next family in need. In Port St. Lucie, I'm Derek Lowe, WPTV News Channel 5. Jensen Beach High School's annual homecoming parade will return tomorrow night, creating an hour-long road closures downtown. Between 6 and 7 p.m., road closures will be on Northeast Jensen Beach Boulevard, Northeast Pineapple Avenue, Northeast Church Street, and Northeast Indian River Drive, according to the Martin County Public Works Department, and drivers should expect delays and follow detours. This news brought to us by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Our news time is 8.53. The Packers put Alan Lazard on the reserve COVID-19 list on Tuesday, meaning the team could be without its top three wide receivers heading into Thursday's game against the unbeaten Arizona Cardinals. Uh, the Packers did get a little bit of good news, however, in that receiver Malik Taylor, who has been on the COVID list since October 15, was activated Tuesday. And Valdez Scantling, according to Coach Matt LaFlower, is getting better and better and running every day. News time 854 with weather and traffic together next. Are you an entrepreneur or business owner along the Treasure Coast? Well, then you should be tuning in to Small Biz Florida from the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Hi, I'm Tom Kendrick, your host for Small Biz Florida. Entrepreneurs and business owners will learn how the Florida SBDC and IRSC can help you start, grow, and accelerate your business. Monday mornings at 11 on WSTU 1450 and worldwide on WPSLTV.com. 8.55 right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie? Nothing happening right here on our roadways throughout Stewart, the Port St. Lucie area. Traffic looking good. Just have a safe ride if you're heading out. There's your latest look at traffic. A clear sky, 265 in Port St. Lucie and in Dragor, Denmark, 57. Here's our weather update, WPTV. Lots of sunshine out there today. Warm but less humid. Highs in the middle 80s. Low temperatures tonight under fair skies. Low 70s. Tomorrow expected to cloud up and showers and thunderstorms. Some could be strong to even severe as a cold front approaches. Highs in the mid to upper 80s. Then cooling down by the weekend with highs only near 80 and lows in the low 60s. 
I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist James Wheeland on WSTU AM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station. Hello, this is Gary Owen of the Owen Insurance Group. We are a local independent insurance agency located right here on the Treasure Coast. I've been a resident here for 34 years and have helped thousands of clients with their insurance planning needs. We specialize in life health, and Medicare insurance planning. Don't travel the road alone. Let us be your guide. We are the Owen Insurance Group. Contact us today at 772-210-1020 or visit our website at oweninsurancegroup.net. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. What are you waiting for? Call the Slim Body Laser Spa in Stewart today and start losing inches today. That's right, lose belly fat, your double chin, flabby thighs, upper arm fat. Well, you get the picture. In a short series of laser-assisted weight loss treatments, you can lose inches of unwanted fat. Call 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. Wait, feel great and look fantastic with a little help from Dr. Tred J. Razaker of Slim Body Laser Spa, East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart. And they're online. Visit their website, slimbodylaser.com. In a few short treatments, you'll see results. Lose three, six, even nine inches of unwanted belly fat. The wait is over. Call today, 223-5885. That's 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. Uh, it's uh, 8.58 right now in the Get Up and Go Show. And, man, time flies by when you're having fun. Yeah, it's um, just like a party all week as we're heading into Halloween week, too. And uh, we're just going to look forward to all of the activities of Friday. We're going to have our update for some entertainment news. In yeah, that Bonnie's eight o'clock Best hour. Bets. Yeah, it's yep. always great. I always enjoy that segment. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll tell you everything that's going on uh, right here into the north and south of us, too. For sure, for sure. Uh, the dates of the air show again, Bonnie, one more time, Are if you going to be um, next week. I know of... Friday, November 12th, is when that dirty flight of suit party is beginning. Two weeks from tomorrow, Saturday, we'll be out there going on on the 13th and November 14th for the Stewart Air Show. It's going to be a great time. Oh, we're so excited. Yeah, it's, definitely so. It's always an amazing time. Definitely so. That's a wrap for us, folks. We're out of here. It's another stellar show for you. We've got another three hours coming up tomorrow at 6 a.m. and about 21 hours from now. Remember, if you have good values on the inside, you won't look for validation on the outside. Yes, and take care. Stay amazing. That's right. Amazing. Amazing, <laughs> amazing, amazing. Folks, make it a great day. God bless each and every one of you. See you uh, tomorrow morning right here at WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. <laughs>